Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The flesh. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. What can I get you? Usually it's my usual and she usually has it ready because I'm usually late. Well, don't keep me in suspense. Um, the PB and BRHC on a roll. Okay, so PB would be peanut butter, I'm yes. saying? Yes, BR, bananas, raisins, H, honey, C, cheese on a roll. Aren't you blessed with a fast metabolism? <laughs> You're running a marathon or something? You know, my sister ran a marathon once, God rest her soul. She's not dead, she's just exhausted. <laughs> Uh, for the record, I think this is insane. <laughs> this is film sack. <laughs> yep. Insane. Oh, sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode I didn't write it down. Six eighteen. Six eighteen. Mm. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He's far too chill about all those babies falling from sixty floors. Dunaway. It's fine. Microwave baby. Oh hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we flash over to the max. When we hear that this modern 2023 action-adventure DC superhero movie is colliding with superhero movies of the past like some sort of chrono bowl of spaghetti metaphors covered in splashy CGI cans of tomato sauce tears and shoved into our coliseum of superglued mouth teeth. Are you not entertained? No, me neither. Anywho, if you're still lost on how time travel works in movies and even further confused about how this relates to a DC multiverse, well... Let me see if I can get use my Gen X powers of irony and sarcasm to explain it in terms that my generation can understand that doesn't involve Americanized Italian foods. Okay, time isn't linear. To go back in time and try to return that copy of Tim Burton's Batman to Blockbuster in 1992 before your mom dies from a late fee-related conniption fit, and in your haste you forget to be kind and rewind that videotape, which creates a ripple effect that casts Mel Gibson as Batman, and now you have an aged Mel Gibson reprising his role as Batman in 2023, and he eats Ezra Miller's Jewish half on set, creating the biggest actor controversy to date. Well, not every problem has a solution. Randy? <laughs> I know I'm just random lady in a store, but you need a hug. Oh man, that was some wow. beefy business there at the end. You beefy. really, really 
peeled that out at the end. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with us, Randy, 2008 called and would like its PS3 graphics back. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Mm-hmm. Boys, listen up. I need to break some bad news to you, so I'm going to just rip the Band-Aid off real quick. You're not the only person who does your job in every alternate universe, okay? In fact, there are universes where Brian Dunaway does Tom mm. Merritt's job and Brian oh. Ibbett is in prison for a crime you didn't commit. You get the you get. Mm-hmm. So be glad you happen to be in this universe and try to not think too much about how many universes there are where Scott is a muscular, hunky sweat bucket who appeared on the Ooh. season of The Bachelor that had the most girl fights. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Johnson. You're, you're going to get through your time travel. As long as you follow these three obvious rules. Number one, don't say to someone, I know what the butterfly effect is, and then go back in time and crank out a huge butterfly-shaped turd and expect it to have no effect. You dummy. Number two, when you meet yourself in the past, try not to act on any sexual tension. I mean, yes, it's you, but also it's ew. Number three. Number three. And this goes without saying, I think. Just put everything back the way you found it. Yeah. You don't have to set your dad free from prison by accidentally making your best friend into someone else. You yeah. you just reverse all the tampering and then return to the present and you go hire the peacemaker to bust your dad out of prison like God intended. Thank you. Mm, man. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, would have loved that uh that version of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. crossover that would have worked. I would like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With us finally, Brian, he finds Zod very, very odd. Ibbet. Oh, don't we all? Uh, all right, let's cue up the uh, the Queen song that you're all expecting. <laughs> nah, just kidding. It's something else. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Cooper <laughs> Bear song, uh, copyright free. Yep. <laughs> Hanging out in a flashpoint party Arguing over who played the role of Marty (laughs) I met a strange Bruce Wayne He looked like Gandalf He was all gung-ho to give me the send-off And he said I come from a different timeline When your mother lived and changed my bloodline (laughs) To look the same as I did in your time it's all because you changed things when you were nine. White Claw with a girl from Krypton. Yeah. Came to Earth to find her cousin all gone. <laughs> I said, ma'am, I have to wonder. Why there's no skirt and your hair's not blonder. <laughs> she said, oh, I come from a different timeline. When your mother lived and changed my bloodline. Don't look the same as I did in your time. It's all because you changed things when you were nine. There you go. My apologies that to was Colin Hay. Beautiful. Yeah, it's funny because that song has got its own history of controversies about copyright <laughs> right, and everything. Right. So it's a yeah. great cover. That was amazing. Holy crap! We're uh, yeah. we're starting to have we're starting to have people um, 
all they want to talk about are Brian's songs. Yes. That's all they want to talk about. <laughs> Agreed. And it's we fine. Should, I want the well, I want the mixtape. My own podcast. Uh, it's called uh, Film Sack Karaoke. There you go. Right. So you thought you saw this movie, Film Sack Karaoke? You really should, though. At some point, we ought to put out a compilation for everybody, and yep, uh, yep, yep. we'll do some special album art. We'll we'll sell it. Uh, there we go. Make a little yeah, scratch. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have to figure out. I mean. Copyright uh, oh, does protect parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is parody. Parody. Yeah. parody is totally protected by copyright. So yeah, you're there 100%. might be something to that. You're but isn't a parody when it sounds so good? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we got does it? Does it? We got a quality <laughs> quality problem. We got to fix did, that. I did have to change a uh, a vocal where I was like trying to do the super high vocal that that Colin Hay does in that yeah. song. Like, yeah, no, we're taking that out. No, I'm just gonna going down. <laughs> you go high, I go low. I'm redo the same uh, the same pairing for the chorus that I did there the first go. one. Well, the good news is everyone we watched the Flash and uh, it's barely out of theaters and into our lives, and uh, mm-hmm. we have not real scott fletcher here to explain <laughs> a little more about this film take it away the flash art barry allen is struck by a bolt of lightning and thus an extraordinary power is born inside him the speed force when he uses this power to run back in time and save his mother he creates a world without heroes and general zod has returned to defeat him his only hope rests in the hands of a retired batman another barry and an imprisoned kryptonian that really narrow, nice. it really runs out of steam at the end it totally does right it. Uh, well, <laughs> was it the beginning supposed to be like the movie, flash actually. i don't know uh, i didn't put so yeah. what's what's funny is when i put in the prompt all i put is the flash and exclamation points and it put in oh, this the oh, flash yeah so it, it put in that itself it wasn't I even the queen oh. yeah i mean maybe that is what it's doing but i right i, I didn't Can tell you one more time yeah here you go. The flash art. Ah, the flash art. It's like a question. It's like yeah. ah. It's really weird. I don't understand this thing. But as soon as I as soon as I generated, it, I went, "Oh, that's a keeper. Download it. We're good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Anyway, it is uh, the Flash, uh, directed by Andy Muschietti, known mostly for horror movies. In fact, I think that's all he's yeah, known for. And known for his cameo eating a hot dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Andy was him. Muschietti. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Okay, Muschietti. I, st- all- I still say the first it is so underrated. Like I, oh, I just can't so good. say enough about. Oh, good yeah, that first yeah. part of it. first it was good second it eh, uh-huh. first it better but whatever yeah uh, i like lo- both why not both he'll produce that lock and key series you know yeah, it's got his good. got his hands in a lot of horror stuff and uh you know it's funny <laughs> i don't like how you said that horror <laughs> let me get that out right got his <laughs> hands in a lot of horror some horror stuff horror okay. stuff um but i you know like you've got decent writers here jonathan goldstein christina hodson johnson's or john francis daly who's goldstein was out by this point though right they started giving him credit but i think he he walked away from creative differences at this point yeah so i wouldn't say that maybe this is his final work john francis daly had a had a recent i think at least writing hit if not financial hit because i didn't do that well in theaters but i thought the D &D movie was pretty great and he was a creator writer of that you should watch that instead he wrote the last (laughs) spider-man or last two spider-man movies maybe even three of them Mm -hmm. can't Mm -hmm. remember and uh, you know what? This movie reminded me a lot of, and this is going to be an unpopular yeah, opinion, yeah. and please let me have it for this because yeah. I'm willing to take all uh, comers here, but this felt like the third, this felt a lot like the third Spider-Man movie, which I didn't yes. love compared to the rest of the yeah. Spider-Man movies. It has yeah. a lot of parallels running to the Spider-Man movies. It yes. does. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's and fine. The same And the same issues and a lot of issues that I give on this film, uh, uh, are issues I had with um, No Way Home as well, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Can I say first up top before we get any further? I kind of like this movie. 
there. Oh, really? Wow. wow. But I don't think that's my popular opinion because I think it's 6.8 on IMDb. The uh, Rotten Tomatoes isn't that bad considering. I, I didn't hate kinda, it. Kinda, kinda yeah. is such a, there's such a big wide <laughs> swath of gray area <laughs> right. word kinda. Right? kinda. Like, like, oh, um, did I like this movie more than getting a root canal? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like this. Oh, let me put it this way. If I, I could have used more Batman. This felt like I was getting Whoa. the fact that I got a new the fact that I got a new Batman movie. I was pretty happy because that's, well, that's all I. It saw was into- for, it, like, for me. It was impossible to de- to deny the nostalgia I was feeling for Michael yes. Keaton. He's also the best yeah. actor in the film, and um, yeah. whenever he's on screen, I, there's just something about the yeah, dude, well, which is hilarious. Because when I was younger, I didn't like Michael Keaton as Batman. I thought it was dumb right. when it was happening in real time. Yes, but in as time has gone by. I have nothing but fond feelings for him and that role. So having him be able to to ape around like this, do it at seventy one, you know, mm-hmm. have some fun with it, uh, kind of <laughs> do some stand, badass shit. Stand on the side at seventy one while stuntman does <laughs> your job. Yeah, yeah. It does most hey, of you your stuff. Me, I was in. Yeah, was it, in. it's enough for me. Like it, what it really made me want is um, oh, what's that DC graphic novel that um, Alex, uh, what's his name, does? Oh shit, uh, Alex Ross. Uh, Alex um, Ross. Yeah, what's the name of that? Um, that where they're all old. Everybody's yeah, super yeah, old. It's uh oh, Kingdom, Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Kingdom Come. If they did a Kingdom Come adaptation, there is no reason not oh, to just use yeah. him, because you need an old, you need an old, you know, semi crippled because he b- beat the shit out of himself. Uh, Batman, mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton's right there, ready for you. Let's go. Yeah, he's like, already been the Vulture. Why not? Yeah, Bring that's him true. In. This guy and Birdman too. Sure. Yeah, Birdman, oh yeah, yep. that's true. He's he's that's, that's funny. He's the most spread around. Uh, actor for for different heroes in the whole film. Yeah. Everybody else yeah. is uh, yeah. either first time as a yeah. as a thing, or yeah. you know, a holdover from the Snyderverse or whatever. But right. anyway, I I just for him, for me he was a highlight of the movie, but he was also part of the problem, which was just too many things. It's like, hey, what if we just did all the things, and this was just like a giant fan fan service fan service nightmare. Yes. So much fan service. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's and that is kind of the problem I had with the the all the different Peter Parkers. I loved I loved the nostalgia aspect of seeing the different par- uh, Peter Parkers in uh, No Way Home, but seeing the different seeing the different Batman in this film, seeing uh-huh. the different Supermen in this film, mm-hmm. uh, Supergirl, of course. I think she's excellent, by the way. I'd argue oh, that, um, that so Sasha Kala Kaya is uh, as as good in this film as Michael Keaton and. And if there's I anyone see who more of her deserves to continue, yeah, exactly. Yes. If there's anyone who des- deserves to continue in the the Gunniverse, yes. um, it would be Sasha Kaya. I think that'd be cool. I don't know, I think he said that. anything, but that'd be awesome. I don't. I haven't heard anybody disagree with that that uh, yeah. consensus. I think people would love to see her continue on, and she's and she's even underused here. It's just not enough. Yeah, and it's sure. and, and again, it's because you've got a two hour film and you're trying to do fifteen different major crossovers. Right. I just don't know how. You pull your Wonder Woman in. You got to pull, you know, Gal, Gal Gadot in. You got to pull in, or Gal Gadot. You got to pull Bat in. Batfleck. Yeah. Batfleck. You got to hey, pull I in. Like Bat Flag. Let, I like Batfleck. I mean, people, me if you haven't seen care. The Flash, uh, go TV see series. it. But we're going to yeah. spoil that, you know, you get your Clooney. It's, yeah, you yeah. get a little Clooney at the end, very shortly. Which apparently wasn't in the original theater, a theatrical cut. Oh, I didn't no. know that. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's what they you just, get for putting the tomatoes on the top shelf. I was like, dude, you just had a whole movie. 
Wait a minute. Why would they put him in the fight? That seems like a bad move. Why only at home? That makes no sense to me. Why wouldn't they put um, him in the they theater? They added him to later to later theatrical cuts, but apparently the initial release of the film didn't. You basically got Clooney's voice, but you uh, never actually saw him. Oh, okay. so I like the fact that it was going to be. Well, you wouldn't have. I mean, I don't know if I would have really recognized Clooney doing his Batman. If they no, had no, I wouldn't have if I hadn't seen him. But I do yeah. love the fact that you know Flash is such an f up that he deserves to get stuck in the uh, Schumacher verse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where he's at. He's yeah. not stuck in anything but the version of yeah. the world where we got Schumacher movies, which is the one exactly. we live like, in, which sucks. It's not exactly. great. It's like, oh, I've learned my lesson about changing time, going back and changing things. But I'm going to make this one change to save <laughs> my dad. Little. Oh crap! I'm stuck in the Schumacher verse. That whole final bit is the is that simpsons uh treehouse of horror episode where yeah, homer yeah. keeps screwing up with the toaster and going back in yeah. time and changing things and by <laughs> yeah. the end oh. by the end they all eat donuts with like with yeah. crazy yeah. Uh, close enough yeah and he says right. close enough that's what the end <laughs> yeah. is is it's close <laughs> <Yeah>. enough <laughs> that's right oh my gosh there's so much of that stuff that i that i usually I, don't like and i'm sure this breaks well i know it does because i've heard you talk about it but this breaks about 50 ibit time loop problems i like yeah. I like that they they kept reminding us that it's okay to not try to work the problem. Just let it go. Just yeah, it's okay. I can't yeah. do it. I can't shut can't my brain it. off that much because I can't say, all right, so you go back um what would we fit like fifteen years he went back and, and On the saved spoon. his mom, right? Yeah. Right. Uh but uh Back to the Future was eighty five. I mean, okay. Here's here's their here's their dumb explanation. Time is like spaghetti, and you change. You know, basically, you're a fulcrum, and instead yeah, of changing yeah, yeah. just the things in uh, forward from where you change it, it goes back and changes everything. And it creates a multiverse, not just yeah. a branch no. path, but a yeah. true multiverse. It's, it's, no, well, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this is movie logic. This is movie logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad movie logic. But yes, yeah. bad movie logic. But I mean, it is it is so like, hey, like uh, hand wavy explained away as. No, you stay in the same point, but then time moves around you and creates a new future and a new past. Right. So it changes like what what uh Bruce Wayne looks like, his parents you know, did they everything. change too? Did you know right. how far back does it go? Does it go all the way back to <laughs> That's the question, right? How much, you know, how much in his lineage did he change? How much genetic lineage changed over time? You know, who in the past uh, you know, made the move to get rich. Maybe it was somebody else and they moved into that house and it still happened yeah. to the same people because of their circumstances. Well, because certain I still, things I still don't fated. like it. Yeah. I, it, it I don't, I, mean, it, I agree with you, but and it hurts my brain. And then the same, and I had the same complaint about the different Peter Parkers is like, all right, so, well, we know you all have different Aunt Mays. And so right. you probably presumably have different Mary and uh, John Parker parents. And then, I, you know, were the grandparents different? Like, did, did mom sleep around? And it really, that's where the multiverse split off is like, oh, well, mom had I will this. Accept, right, <laughs> I will accept your lame-ass excuse if the excuse is to get Michael Keaton on screen. <laughs> I'll accept well, your stupid-ass excuse. Yeah. That's a fair point. Like, it's a good time. I'm not going to say no, that I didn't have some fun. Like, I don't think this is a great movie, but I don't think it's any worse than, you know, other average superhero movies and right. there are plenty of them and marvel's got them too uh -huh. it's like it's yeah. sometimes they just kind of wing it you know i hear the i haven't uh -huh. seen it yet but the new uh ant-man and wasp one gets a lot of the same criticisms i thought that uh the doctor the recent doctor strange 
you know what it is? We got it. It's this multiverse shit. What? When are we oh, going to yeah. be done doing this? Because I feel never, like there's too many never. temptations to go. Uh, hey, no, what if we brought we're, back? Yeah, we're in it now. Yeah, We've moved into it. It's Avengers movies to clear up the uh, the MCU multiverse issue. I hope they can right. do it because right now it just feels yeah. like too much, and it's and it's yeah, too the much. Multiverse. Of- I mean the 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 Ant Man uh, quantum mania thing wasn't even a problem with the multiverse because they just go down into the quantum realm. Oh right, they've got yeah. you know it's really the King stuff, and the King stuff I thought was explained so well in Loki and set up so well in Loki, and that that of course continues on in in um, uh, quantum mania. But it is like the, yeah, the Doctor Strange thing and more specifically the No Way Home thing. Yeah. You know where they do it well, though, and they do it just fine and nobody complains about it is into the Spider-Verse. You've got all the different um, multiverses colliding and and, um, and there, instead of it being fulcrums, you've got canon points. Yeah, canon canon events. Canon Canon events, events, yeah. And... Like and that, that I think is <laughs> my uncle hates it, but I'm like, you know what? I kind of like that, and it's a good way to say that. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's parents are always going to get murdered. Uncle Ben is always going to die, and it's always going to be somehow tied to yeah. Peter Parker's fault, and it's always going to put him on the hero's trail. Yeah, even if it's an well, Indian points, uh, Ben Ben Parker or whatever. Right. Yeah. There's not just Fulcrum in this. They went on to explain that there was also inevitabilities that happen on the line. Yeah. So they, the the right. things weave in That's and out, but chaos. points they That's touch. Yeah. It's their right. version of it. But the yeah. the thing is though, like I brought this down. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I think animation helps you get away with things, and it's right. and it's a it's an odd yeah. thing. Not that Agreed. the not that the concept, you know, you could have done this in live action, but why why would it be different? And I don't know why this is, but it feels like whenever I see something animated, you get away with more. Uh, you you you, and Absolutely. it's not because I don't think it's because people go. I don't know why it is actually. I don't know why I make I, a, a I think distinction. One of the reasons. I actually thought about this too, Scott, and I think one of the reasons is, which may explain some of the bad CG in this the Flash movie. Um, the in animation, you can make the character look like anything you basically want to, as long as the story is consistent. They can be in any of those verses, um, but we don't have to worry about what we see visually. This, but they, they ran into a problem here in the Flash uh, because they. <laughs> They really bit off more than they could chew with trying to bring in every freaking uh, every freaking body, like yeah, realistic right. people that don't, are not alive anymore or have aged right. out. And I mean, you're or, not talking about just people who never, few people. never right. technically played the Nick character. Cage, they but, use Nick uh, Cage's image. Yeah, all we have from that Nick Cage stuff is his his um, that photo. Well, photo, but they, there's some footage right. too of him doing Video. some stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it's nothing more than that. <laughs> like, yeah. And they put yeah. him in this scenario where he kills a big ass bug, and it's it's actually kind which of apparently awesome. was in that movie. Was going to be in that Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Was uh, yeah. was that fight with the giant that spider? Scene. So they pulled that whole thing from. They the, did. Uh, they put it all together. Yeah, yeah. They even gave him chest. But my biggest problem with the, all of that stuff <laughs> is that it, it, it really like I went into this movie with the knowledge that everybody said the CG was some of the worst they'd seen in yeah. in a long time. And I went in with an open mind and I said, you know what? I'm willing to take some. It's OK if it's not great. I'm right. OK. I'm going to yeah. see how this looks. No, it really is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, distra- it's not the bad. Problem is that it's distractingly bad. Yeah, right. well, I, I don't even think it's bad. I actually I, 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 I kind of related to what you would see in video game. Uh, I, but once again, like Scott said, I went in with the same impression. I already knew that the CG was going to be, you know, stylized. And mm-hmm. so it did, it didn't, it didn't affect me at all. Yeah. But, but stylized and 
with no it's just no and, style and it's just, just feeling cheap like the um the chrono bowl stuff and we right oh, the chrono bowl oh the gosh. chrono bowl coliseum yeah. but the yes. the chrono bowl stuff with like all the different variants of his day uh everything just looks so plastic you know, and fake yeah and, yeah they really they really went because it was uh, like i said they are really shooting defend for this guy. It? Are you really? Are you they were really shooting for this guy. No, I'm only defending it okay, in the okay. fact <laughs> that there's a reality. I, okay, yeah. so there was nobody like slacking off. If anybody's thinking, oh, they just didn't try hard enough. No, right. there, nobody was slacking off. In order to meet what they needed to do, this is what had to happen. This, yeah. this oh. is a this is a product of what had happened. Maybe, in my opinion, maybe. I don't know. It's it, there was a lot of repeating going on, so I don't think it was yeah. all that much work. Like uh, I don't uh, mean there was I don't mean there was no work, but if you're going to have a globe where Did you see the number of special effects? Did you watch the credits? Did you see the oh, number? No, it was a ton. Spe- it was, it oh was a lot. God. It was a lot, but I'm what I'm saying this is movie if you've got a, like you got how a big many thousands of people. You got a big old globe and you got right. George Reeves standing there turning at the same time. You repeat <laughs> that f- 500 times. That isn't yeah. the hard work. The hard work is the one time. Oh, absolutely. so yeah. so I right. guess what I'm saying is, if you maybe scale back on your plan, then like yeah, it, yeah, well, yeah. I guess what I'm saying yeah, is, that. this thing bit off more than it could chew. And if it didn't have the budget to go crazy with the effects, right? Then don't do, just don't do them or totally. animate I mean, it. Is it. And it's also a thing of like you know when you make a if you're cooking a, a really you know fancy meal, you don't put every crazy ingredient in there you don't put oh i'm gonna do saffron and i'm gonna do truffle oil and i'm gonna do broccolini and i'm gonna do you know and all these uh randy uh, is that true i'm gonna refer to our local <laughs> well wait till i finish my because i ahead, do want to right. know if uh, randy agrees <laughs> you know you do you do one thing and then that like that spice is like oh wow i totally taste that one thing if they would have just done i mean obviously you know you need keaton in this thing but maybe right. just doing a little Christopher Reeve cameo or, you know, so you're saying it should have been as bland as Michael Keaton's spaghetti is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying it was really like who eats spaghetti without any, <laughs> well, you see have sauce anyway, but, um, no, the, uh, uh, making it like hey here's cage oh and here's clooney oh and here's uh christopher reeve and here's uh, uh slater uh helen slater and here's this and that and that um it's almost too much like having one of those would have been like oh wow i can't believe they did that but then after the third or fourth one's like oh okay yeah cool reeves right, i nice. i can't yeah. figure out if just the whole idea of a multiverse in itself in the story they wanted to tell was needed to be so big. I don't know how you could have told this story any other way. Well, I, I don't know. Have uh, have any of the three of you read Flashpoint? I have. I just I've read a little bit of it, but I've, okay. no, I, I didn't. I've, dig I've in seen the animation. Uh, the the oh, the did you watch the DC animation? Thing is very cool. good. Yeah, I was going to recommend yeah, yeah. that today. Brandy, have you seen the cool. read or yeah, seen any of that? No, right. Yeah, Flash. So maybe that's the. You know, maybe sticking closer because I'm sure Flashpoint. I mean, obviously Flashpoint didn't say. By the way, there's a multiverse where Adam West or Bruce Wayne looks like Adam West, and a multiverse where Superman looks like uh, Chris Reeves. But I mean, obviously, with that stuff, it's kind of like the animation thing. You can make the Superman always look like Superman. You can make the right. Batman, Bruce Wayne, always look like Bruce Wayne, and not have to worry about that. Yeah, if you did it the way that it would probably work, let's just assume a multiverse was possible in this scenario. What it wouldn't right. be is famous people adapting adapting the character wouldn't be you know uh christopher reeve standing there with what's her name 
It wouldn't be uh, George Reeves in black and white. It wouldn't be that old Flash guy. Those are all things that are, are in our universe where we've created versions of these things for entertainment purposes. What those right. things would be in a more realistic story, if that's even a thing, you can, the word you can use, right. yeah. is they Have would just be a bunch visual of... visual storytelling? Oh, go ahead. There'd be, a bunch, <laughs> there'd be a bunch of people or there'd be a bunch of Bruce Waynes or a bunch of Clark Kents who... Right. It may look different from each other, but they're not Nicolas Cage. They're not, right. you know, right. like they're just doing that for us so to go, talking, ooh, ooh, right. ooh, and but I feel manipulated. That's what I want. Thank you for my ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you. I, I don't want that. that. <laughs> I would. I don't want it because what I I feel like it's manipulating me. Whereas like Spider-Verse, oh. that's re- another reason all Spider-Verse gets away with it a little movies. bit more because Spider-Verse right. does a bunch of stuff in addition to some of those, like the live right. action Uncle Ben bit. The the um what do you call it the um not their fulcrum oh, canon, canon canon event that yeah. they show the live action one there this is a bit of a spoiler if you haven't seen that movie um but so, you know some of those notwithstanding most of what we see is creative new ideas like right. whoa spider punk the one in London holy shit that's a different take it's not a guy we saw in a movie when we were kids. It's a different right, take. Right, because because the multiverse pulls more from the it's a pull from the other movies as much, whereas this did almost exclusively pull from the movies. Right? I mean, I don't think it was very much from the comic. Oh, hundred percent. I don't think there was right. anything that wasn't that. Right. Yeah, because I think it's well. Yeah, but you also mean like um like storyline, right? Like I'm assuming Flashpoint is all time travel and not really multiverse. It's basically Barry goes back changes right. his mom's uh survival and it changes everything in the future kind correct of thing, correct it's way more focused on that yes. creating these i've created new pasts and new this and new that yeah. yeah and it's a very good it's a much simpler story but it's also very good i would recommend it uh especially right. the animated thing it's quite good yeah that would be um, that seems like a good way to digest it too yeah so, mm-hmm. so and this was supposedly based on like it, let's see back in uh let's see i had some trivia on this oh yeah here it is at San Diego Comic-Con 2017, it was announced that this film would be a loose adaptation of the Flashpoint storyline. And it's exactly that. It's a very loose adaptation. Yeah, yeah because you're trying to introduce the multiverse using a story that's not necessarily multiverse-centric. It's more time travel-centric, from what I understand, anyway. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just glad to see Jeremy Irons back as uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Oh, yeah. yeah. For yeah. a hot second. Good yeah. seeing him. Uh, Michael Shannon less happy to be back as uh, right. there was an I, interview, I love it. There's an interview where he's like, "You guys did see Man of Steel, right? right. You saw right. The, he broke my neck. I died. He broke my neck. What and is this, multi- this Yeah, it made me like him more when I read that. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's such a great character. By far, my favorite was uh, Boba Fett as not oh. really, <laughs> not really Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. at all Aquaman in this in this version. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, no, so that good. was great. Yeah, I forgot about him being in there. That was, uh, yeah, that was an odd moment, but. Again, like the fan service was going to work on different levels for people, and I don't want to right. take that away from people. If they if they were yeah, like, yeah, "Whoa, yeah. I can't believe it," and they're pointing to the screen and freaking out, great. But for me, it was just like too many. Yeah, like interesting. Maybe, maybe the Michael Keaton's all I needed. I didn't need all the right. Maybe. What, what was not too many for me, man? I just like feed, keep feeding this. Open my mouth with a tool yeah. and pour yeah. the fan <laughs> yeah. service right yeah. in. Yes, please. I, yeah. I could not get enough of all of these references and weird considerations. And I'm just like, 
what like let's sure let's refer to the comics let's have him uh let's have him have Azrael instead of batman and john yes. paul valley is in here I, I just keep going give me mm. all you can yeah i guess yeah. if they would have yeah. had they gone ridiculous with it which is again i think part of what makes spider-verse rad is that they they go it's unending it's so many it's and it's so many you don't notice them it's it's people later with like screenshots pointing out that there's a there's a spider hose way back in the background or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're they're You either go all in or you go very little. It's when you're in the right, middle right. that I struggle. Cause it just feels like, Oh, uh, and there, and I hear almost can hear the directors and writers going, eh, eh, did you catch that? Yeah, you like it? Eh? George Clooney. Yeah. No one liked that movie, but we brought him back. Eh? Eh? It's like, kind uh, of funny because parts, they would do that in other parts. They kept repeating Eric Stoltz in back to the future, mm, which, right. uh, I don't know. I, I was, I was trying to think, does do a lot of people, I was watching this with Audra. And so I don't think she was catching a lot of that kind of stuff. Even the one that was being shoved down her throats that there was a time where Eric Stoltz did a lot. No, he filmed most of the movie. The most of the movie was done and they changed course and got rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so she doesn't know that. And so they kept referring to, I was like, this gotta be annoying that they keep referring to that. But but no, I think that's really important. Like they said it enough that it got me into a place where I was ready for Nick Cage as Superman, right? Like I was <laughs> yeah, like, we're in shock. Oh, that's hey, a good makes, point. it makes total sense. Yeah. That, yeah. That there are, uh, it, at least in, in Barry Allen's work, right. Yeah. As he yeah. goes back in time and so forth, because that's all he can do. He can only affect things that happened around him. I guess he can't like that go back in time. And also to China, he can only like go back yeah. in time to his hometown mm-hmm. or something. Right. But like, it's, it's like, that made a lot of sense to me because I was set up for it. You know, I, I wouldn't have uh, reacted as well as I, and by the way, this is my favorite movie I've seen in forever. Uh, Ezra Miller was astonished. I want Ezra Miller nominated for Oscars. What a performance. What (laughs) are you okay? I just want to make sure you're okay. You don't smell, you don't smell uh, toast or anything. You're good. Multiverse. uh, No, I'm with, I can, I can totally feel what Randy's saying. I'm having a no. hard time. Like I've, I've just been sitting here listening to you, and I'm and I'm glad. Like you, you know, get your yayas out. But like <laughs> for me, this this movie was so amazing, and it's the fact that like you know, there, it's like there's this cliche about made you laugh, made you cry. This right. movie made me laugh out loud so much, and then uh, near the end, I w- I had to like stop. I had to walk out of the room and collect myself. I was crying so hard. Yeah, and it's all because of Ezra Miller. I just can't get over it. Like I went into this movie asking the question, I wonder why they stuck with this guy. Like it's so yeah. there's yeah. so much that they there's so much reason they could have put a put on the brakes and mm-hmm. recast. Right there's there's yeah. other actors out there that could yeah. have played the role. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow. I I see why they stuck with Ezra Miller. It like, what a performance. Like, well, he makes I, me laugh the, for sure. Like, I don't, I, uh, he, sorry, they, I can't, I'm never going to get this right. Yeah. Apologies, yeah, that's everybody. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to mess this up a bunch of it times. Helps. For if those not knowing, about, Ezra Miller. About them, go oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. I was going to say, Ezra Miller uh, prefers to be called they. So that's fine. Good news. Good news. You, played two characters. So I was going to say, that's right, what they right. is you think about the old flash and young flash. It's like, Oh, well then they work as a they. So yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. they, were, uh, they were, they were good at being the flash. And I would say this was true in the Snyder stuff as well. Like there was right. the only comedy in the Snyder stuff. It was, that was a, yeah. that was thing a bereft of comedy. Those, those movies. Yeah. 
And uh, it never been my problem with any of this. Uh, yeah. In fact, it was easy for me to just block out all the real life, you know, on set issues and the arrest and all the other crap. It was easy for me to forget yeah. about all that because it just seemed like they were all in on the roll. Yeah. And plus, we're kind of in a place where uh, we're, we're at, in 2023 right now. Um, Ezra Miller only has uh, accusations and a few things uh, uh that have been proven. So there I'm sure been, in 10 years we'll have to look back. As we're recording, there haven't been any new incidents in over a year. Yeah. And, and that's he a, says that's he's a, getting help. Right. It's a good sign. I think yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we're not but, defending. We're just saying this. Where I, we're at. Yeah. And to it's, be honest, it's, I don't even know really the, uh, you know, what they were accused of or what the, the problems yeah. were. You, um, you are the better, you are the better of us because <laughs> it's it's all garbage. It all sucks. Everything about it sucks, and I would rather not know myself. I wish I didn't know. Okay. Right, yeah, right, and, right, and right. it goes beyond accused. Ezra Miller, for instance, pleaded no contest to a bunch yes, yes. Of, of crimes. There's a few things. Yes, and, and like was you know none uh, of the worst. He hasn't admitted to the worst of the of the accusations. What I would think I, I was saying. But, right. But my, you know, my point is like it, this movie actually moved the needle for me a lot, and right. I I like I'm not sure I. I like that aspect of it. I love the movie. I can't wait to watch it again. I like, I want to feel what I felt watching this movie, but like, I still have these two very conflicted thoughts, you know, on the one hand, Ezra Miller is the perfect example of someone where we should cut bait. Like we, we, we (laughs) as Hollywood, we as filmmakers, we as audiences and so forth. Right. Like there's definitely a point where you're like, okay, I've gotten enough. I've gotten enough signs that this is not someone to support. Right. 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 But then on the other hand, you're like, well, there's people still supporting Ezra Miller, really supporting Ezra Miller. Why? There must be reasons. There must be, there must be things like they understand that a lot of these, a lot of this acting out has come from a place of mental illness, blah, blah, blah. They're willing to pay Ezra Miller millions of dollars to perform this role when they don't have to, I need to find out why. And the answer is, wow, what a performance. I really, by, by the second half of this movie i was forgetting that it was one person playing these two roles i was like no that was actually an extra second actor yeah go ahead it's one thing to play twins Mm -hmm. right and it's another thing to play dark and light versions of a character but this was very (laughs) similar but different and i really genuinely felt it i Mm -hmm. felt ezra miller's prowess as an actor and making this film at like 28 29 is really impressive yeah. I, the prowess of making these two characters be almost the same person but different and i really noticed that that blew my mind i'll Did give you guys yeah full credit why? there i, I was yeah. just gonna add to that i think that i think that it's hard to play two characters mm-hmm. and have you not be distracted by that all movie long that's usually how i am this at first, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go. We're gonna have two of you, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pretend it's not the same actor, and there aren't really good split screen tech today, and blah blah blah." And you have to oh, think about not. all this, and it's then he, yeah. they rather nailed it. I, I will give yeah. you that. That is one, and because by, by the end of the movie, I'm not even thinking about the fact that Ezra Miller one, has two one, credits. One so actor where, doing yeah. where? So the, did you guys watch the behind the scenes stuff? No. No. Okay. No. So, uh-uh. so the split screen thing, I was really curious, but I was like, wow, they've really done something that I have never seen. They really 
convince me there were two actors on screen and it wasn't just a split screen. It wasn't a split screen. There were two actors. There was an actor wearing a rig uh, that is very similar. He's a body double for Ezra Miller. Uh, and he, he looks very similar to Ezra Miller and he moves a lot like him. And most of the body shots, you're seeing his actions. Uh, and there's like this rig they wear where they were capable of replacing his his head with uh with ezra miller it's a really fascinating technology yeah but mo- that was that's in all the moments where they had to do crazy action that required them to be in to the be same as occupying the same like space sitting in the back oh, almost but no even even when they're doing okay so one of the things that actors have to do with green screen and where they're doing split screen is they have to act with themselves no he, this actor is going around and saying all the other parts mm-hmm. they're Same just not recording it so Ezra there's Sutherland. actually a character yeah. there's actually an actor he's acting against no i i get really that but good. what i'm saying is when yeah. they're when they when they're cutting from one to the other not anything where they had to do the magic of we're in the same space but when they're cutting to right. one another they're just two it's this it's it's him it's sorry them well doing i mean the, well yeah yeah when are, yeah sort of kind of sort of kind of like i said it's 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 complicated because if, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a single shot of of young flat young barry allen right who's kind of a stoner idiot right and you're gonna have okay, him just so, they're looking oh, at the on. camera by himself they're not gonna bother to have a rig for that they're just gonna turn the camera on ezra miller and have him film you would be there's always whenever there if there is another actor in the room when they're filming it there's always two actors on. Uh, well, that's what I, that's stage. what I mean. Because there's times when they don't like when they're when when you cut a camera and there's only one person in the frame. So you're saying that Ezra Miller is doing a good job of acting like a goofball and a serious person. Like yes. two different people have been affected two different ways. Yeah. Well, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because there because okay. there are scenes when they're when one of them is being filmed and talking straight to the camera with nothing right. else on camera but them. Right. Mm-hmm. You're talking about performance. And I think I'm more talking about technique. Yeah, that's so, all yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And to, to there's Randy's no reason point. they couldn't have had an actor that they were acting against for those for those lines just to make it so that it didn't feel like I'm just talking into the void. I'm talking to a, a right. version of me that's not there. They might. They probably still did have an actor, you know, feeding back lines. So it was. So oh, it was I think yeah. I think that's standard. Right. To but I mean, have to, yeah. there, but there's like I said, it's a hybrid of this individual you're seeing. They're not just replacing the individual. They're only replacing parts of the individual that's right. doing the performance. You're, so you're basically saying they're putting a CGI head on somebody's body. Is that what you're saying? For the most part, yeah. And the and all the see that's what I think when I think of uh, an actor performing, I also think of since I, I I like a lot of you know Muppets and puppets kind of movies. You got a lot of mm-hmm. of physical things, physical acting that's going on. And so Ezra Miller didn't necessarily have to do those physical acting parts because someone was already doing them. They didn't refilm those physical parts. That's what I was really impressed by was that the fact there was another this other actor. God, I can't find his stupid name because I want to give this guy credit <laughs> because he's in the movie as much as Ezra Miller doing body performative things that are there's freaking a, amazing. There's a lot of uncredited people. On yeah, the, yeah. In, in the, the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's interesting, Randy. I'm. I'm glad you shared that perspective. I didn't expect any of us to rave about it. Um, I, I, and, and, you know, I'll say one, I'm I'm, I want to say one more thing. Um, this Barry Allen is on the spectrum and this yes. is how, this is how Ezra Miller has developed this character. Now, I mean, yes, there are a lot of other people sort of holding onto the steering wheel, right? Like yeah, you don't, right. you don't have a, a young actor come along and just dictate to, people who are, you know, are, are running Warner brothers, but without a doubt, Ezra Miller is 
the driving force behind the little nuances of this Barry Allen. And it is such a nuanced take, right? Because it could have easily skidded off into, oh, he's just autistic and we're supposed to laugh. And it Mm -hmm. didn't. It Mm -hmm. absolutely didn't. The closest it got was the lasso of truth joke, which was really funny. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Laugh out loud. uh, Funny. Yeah, That was that, that whole bit was very funny. And, and so like uh, uh, another thing that the movie makes really, really clear through performance is that we are not defining some specific part of the spectrum for Barry Allen to be on. He's his own thing. The the Flash, I'm saying, is his own right. thing on the spectrum. And it's so relatable. It's I like I was just reading reviews by by just viewers. And there are so many reviews for this movie where they're like, you know, I have ADHD and I'm a mama's boy and I can't get <laughs> oh, this is the first time I've ever felt like this about a character, you know? Right. And, and I just was, I was really, really impressed with that. And it's, it's, I I have to keep saying it because it feels like the answer to the question, how could you even start? How do you, how do you get over Ezra Miller's real life stuff and then watch this movie? And you know, the answers, well, for starters, I guess you just sort of grit your teeth. You know, right, if, right. If you're out there and you're like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to watch it. Ezra Miller has hurt people in real life. That's fine. That's a good. That's a perfectly good position, and it's yeah. totally valid. I'm just saying, I personally got right past that point to watch the movie, and then this movie completely changed everything I thought I knew about Ezra Miller, the actor, the performer. Right, right. right. Uh, don't know. I see that picture you put in there. I see what you're saying. It's when they're on screen at the same time. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because if you're not on the well, screen I mean, at the same time, you wouldn't bother. But that, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, they're they're on screen constantly together. I mean, uh, this this fair guy amount, is in but the not. Movie. I wouldn't say constantly, but a fair amount. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I'd say like close to seventy percent of the movie. That's what they said anyway in the document, in a little back behind the scene thing. So I'm like, yeah, that's well, most. Of the it's movie. impressive because that must be where they spent all their special effects money. Because this has got to be one place. <laughs> this has got to be the one thing, Randy, where you will uh, will agree with most of us anyway. That the effects uh, in this movie sucked. No, most, I didn't most of really them. notice. I didn't really notice anything that offended me. I, um, because mainly I was going with the way the movie was portraying itself. So like, um, when he goes, when he uses speed force to go into time dome, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what, of course, this is like Chrono Ball. Someone, someone who has these superpowers, I have no idea what it looks like for, to them when they're yes. going so fast. So. If yes. it if it looks weird or if it looks like cartoonish, I'm just like okay. Like Star Trek, when the ship jumps to light speed, yeah. it looks cartoonish. That's that's fine. I don't know what that's supposed to look like. So I didn't really like. I would have I would have been uh, I guess offended as a viewer if there were really bad special effects on basic stuff like people mm-hmm. punching other people falling down. You know this kind of. This kind of thing, and I thought that was all real tight. Like, re- like the the fight scene in the desert. Oh my gosh, that yeah. was beautiful. I like. I really felt like I could follow the action, and I yeah. wasn't expecting yeah. to because I'm so used to action. But and and like going back to what you're talking about, the difference between comics and live action. Uh, One Piece has illustrated this perfectly. I feel like comics do action way better than live action because mm. they can they can do anything mm. and i feel like uh live action does human emotion way better than comics right because comics can't they they they're stuck in this flat world right mm. 
And uh, like this movie is like my evidence for that. Um, the action could have gone really badly. It, it didn't. It was good. It was a good fight. Yeah. I think Randy has said everything was so well that I was feeling <laughs> because I, I didn't. Randy had the I'm bravery. Sure a lot of people to too stand that feel the same it. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, six again. I six, had not to be one of them, but Randy has said well, it very well. I, yeah, we I got wanna, a, we I got a team. Out, we got a team gibbet going on today. Eleven bit. days yeah. ago, Brian Ebbett came along and said, eh, "This movie sucks," and that helped me because it, uh, like anything, I'm mean, I lower you your expectations, yes. lower the bar. <laughs> the best, thing, yeah. best thing you can do for yourself as a consumer of entertainment is get your yeah. expectations down, especially when and it comes like, to a DC movie. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> like my favorite example of that is all year long. Uh, middle-aged men have been going with their uh, late teen daughters to see Taylor Swift and their, right. and their expectations are practically zero because they, <laughs> they haven't cared up until the moment they're in the stadium sure. and they're like, Oh my God, this is so great. And it's like, <laughs> yes, but it was also great w- whether or not you were there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. it's no. like kind yeah. of like there's an objective greatness. It's a good a point. Level. Yeah. And it's also, I, you know, if, if we're if I'm completely one thousand percent honest with my own brain, um, it's hard to go into DC stuff post Nolan, uh, pre Gun, without some ex without some baggage, right? Yeah, right. Like right, we just right. uh, I go in expecting, oh boy, DC can never get their shit together. In the same way, I look at Marvel animation; it's the same problem. I have a yeah, I have the flip yeah. uh, uh, bias there because I always think, "Well, oh, DC animation exactly." Like you, you even hearing, "Oh, uh, Marvel's coming out with uh, a, a piece of animation that's not part of the Spider Verse uh, series." Like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably pass on that. Or, yeah. or what if? What if is another example where they did something great? Yeah, exactly. But, it's it's but, it's a funny thing because you just know in your head that this is going to be problematic, and then and then you add all the Ezra Miller stuff to it. Then you add all the you know, complaints about CGI before I even saw the thing. Like, it's hard to go into these movies with us and our our super nerd, you know, constantly filling our heads with information about what's going on in our nerd world to not have these biases. And so I am sure I went into this with some of those. Um, I think I came out better than not, though. Like, I liked it more than I thought I was going to hate it. Um, I don't think it's the worst movie it's definitely not the worst DC movie by a long oh, shot. No. Oh, no. It made me want to watch DC movies that I haven't watched. Yeah. What, yeah. Have, you, what have you not seen? What are you going to do next? Yeah. What do you want to see? I've never seen a uh, um, Batfleck, Batfleck movie. Oh, I, I don't I even know. Wait, wait, wait. I, oh, wait. Not even uh, like Dawn of Justice or Justice League or. I haven't seen those. I did watch. Yeah. I did oh. watch the Snyder Cut a little bit. Like I watched long enough into the Snyder Cut to start screaming, "Why are you? Why are you doing this to a movie? It looks so bad!" And then I stopped. So I, I guess he's in there somewhere, right? Oh yeah, he's I love in there. Yeah. I I am not going to apologize for liking Batfleck. As a matter of fact, this beginning no, of this movie, the beginning of this movie, made me want a proper Batfleck movie because him chasing down, uh, uh oh, what's his face, the uh, uh Falcone, Falcone, yeah. Yeah. Um, that whole action scene was, I loved it. It was pretty I, good. Let me, let me just finish it. answering the question. I did see Wonder Woman 2017. That was a good okay. movie that just failed to stick the landing, but a right. really good movie. And then I didn't see 1984, Wonder Woman 1984. And like right. this made me want to go watch that because Gal Gadot is so I like so 84. Yeah. I, I liked I 84. Hated really. it. Yeah. I hated it. Did I hated it. I, no, I like it was okay. It was fine. 
Severe, I have severe does, distaste for that movie. I don't know why. Does, I mean, I guess, like I guess Super, does Superman Returns count? Because I did see that, but that's oh. before all of these. I don't think right? Batflex in that. Is well, he? no, no, after no, he doesn't. Superman yeah, but doesn't I'm just saying is... the, the DCEU things I haven't seen. Oh, I got you. Right. I, I oh, did Hunter. see Superman yeah. Returns, but I haven't seen Man of Steel, for instance. So, oh, oh yeah, you should see oh, Man of Steel because yeah. Zod, no, Zod is Zod. So, is this whole Zod thing was just completely foreign to you, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. or newish. <laughs> you should have said alien. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I do have a pulse. Uh, I know who I know who <laughs> Zod is. And like, when as soon as they as soon as it was revealed that they were busting a woman out. Of yeah. of the the concrete jail, I realized, oh, that's a Kryptonian, and then like uh, we, oh, that's going to be Batgirl, like I, a Batgirl, Supergirl, right? And right. um, like so, I like this movie didn't surprise or didn't confuse me ever at right, all. Right. right. It's just like like I saw uh I saw which one did I see with you guys? Uh, Birds of Prey. Bird. Yeah. Do we do yeah. Birds of Prey? Uh, no. Or suicide That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, Peacemaker, which is like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. Um, well, and, like, and that's where I put at the top of the DC thing. I think for me, it's Peacemaker. I mean, if you don't count the Nolan, Bale, Batman, and and I can only imagine the laughing that occurred when they said, "Hey, can we put uh, Christian Bale uh, in your in this, in this movie a little a little appearance?" Uh, you know. been, if he had been the final Batman instead of George Clooney, I wouldn't. Oh. I would have. I don't think it would have made much of a difference though, because like that, that joke is already set. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it would have made me feel like, Oh, well, okay. You're, you're in a good place. Uh, flash of this, of this, uh, time frame timeline that you've, you've, you're in, you're in good hands here. And you know what, what it feels, it feels like James Gunn, if he was in charge of this movie, it feels like the final scene or maybe even the Aquaman stinger at the end, instead of all yeah. of that would just be all, all of the Bruce Wayne's playing cards or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys catch it. Everybody catch the stinger. <laughs> Getting shawarma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of that idea. Right. feels like yeah. something they would right. do. Yeah. The stinger was, I mean, whatever. I don't, there is, I guess there yeah. is an Aquaman movie it's still pointless. coming. So I do feel like James Gunn is missing an opportunity to not do a crisis on infinite earths style wrap up on everything that's occurred before, before the, right. uh, before right. his first movie. It would be a great way to like say, Hey, all that stuff that, that happened before do a paper ball, throw it in the trash. Here's, Here's where it starts. Going to pull a sketch on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, because they're saying that yeah. the Blue Beetle is part of is is going to be oh, part yeah, of next the James, James Gunniverse, mm-hmm. right? Even yeah. though he had nothing to do with its creation. But, right. By the way, one little one little tidbit for me in my non knowledge of DCEU, uh, because I watched Peacemaker and The Flash, but I haven't seen Aquaman. For right. me, Aquaman himself is Jason Momoa showing up at the very end. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Uh, and, he's, and both the, Peacemaker and the Flash. Yeah. It can Jason stay. Momoa show up at the very end. Yeah. It can stay sure. that. Other than Black Manta, I that, that Aquaman wasn't I didn't care for it. I you didn't see it. I didn't see it. Black Manta's the I'm, bad guy in it, right? Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Not Black Manta. Gonna, uh, is it not Black Manta? Well, hold on. I thought it was Black Manta. Black Manta. In the in the Black Manta, I always think it's I always think it's Man trying to sing it. No, I always think it's Mantis. I guess it's Manta. You're right. No, no, it's Black Manta. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Don't make me question my. Please, create a create an undersea vessel for me to have my meetings and shape it like my head, like my head. Yes. Oh, that's right. The freaking swamp. The Hall of Doom. The Hall of Doom or whatever. That's right. It was it was based after his head, which they never explained in there. The cartoon never explained why they chose. 
chose his head as the yeah. as yeah. that. He had the money. Right. He just said, uh, "I'll build a base, but uh, I'm making it. I'm modeling it after my head." <laughs> well, I mean, the one so the one chick, big chick in the bucket in this movie uh, that never shows up is Henry Cavill, but he did film a cameo for this thing. They cut it after James Gunn's new DC Universe was announced and plans for his return in the franchise was was canceled. That was all big. You know, we knew about that. Um, he was paid a combined $500,000, a half a million dollars wow. for both that cameo, which never made it to air and the one in black Adam at the very end of black Adam. So but he, we still got, we still wow. got the, 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 the Coliseum time chrono bowl thing. Was he in that? Cause right? I never they, saw him in that. I yeah. I think they showed him for either. a second. Didn't they? Yeah. I didn't think they did. Did they? There I were so many did. things like I, you got to go back and watch it slow motion or something like mm-hmm. you, you'll never notice Adam West if you're not really looking for yeah. him. Yeah, he's and there. you hear, um, what's his face? Cesar Romero's uh, yeah. laugh. Yeah. Joker yeah. laugh. Oh yeah. I love the, ba- the laughing bag. I love that. That <laughs> yeah. Nice I got questions yeah, I about that bag. I don't think they, I don't think they had the rights to use or it was too expensive to use Jack Nicholson's <laughs> voice. That's some other laugh, which is fine, but, uh, right. I kind of had questions about that. Um, I know right. nobody got to say they didn't make any jokes about this town needing an enema or nothing. I really was uh, disappointed. I oh, so this, so this universe should have a Catwoman running around, right? Shouldn't Michelle right. Pfeiffer be running around? Uh, yeah, I was, I was wondering about that. Like, should. like of all the bit characters that could be coming out, right? right. Like, so mm-hmm. okay, so the the plot is he has he went back in time to save his mother's life and 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 have his mom still live. And he messed up somehow. He messed up the the universe so bad that a bunch of people just don't become superheroes, right? right? Like, uh, okay, or get killed as babies, or haven't, or maybe (laughs) haven't yet, right? Cyborg hasn't uh, uh, become, but like that that was just like making me wonder, like how far could that go? You know, like Mm -hmm. it ripples out all over into like because he as as someone who knows. Uh, you know, because he has knowledge of the future, right? He should have, when he was like looking through the phone book, <laughs> right? right? He could right. have, he could have thought of anybody. He didn't have to just yeah. think of like the four major Justice League folks. Sure. Right, right. Ooh, oh, I found was, it. He was if, brand, he was brand loyal to JLA. Yeah. I found so it, by the way. Change things. Oh, you found Yeah, let's tell you real Cavill. quick. They, the Cavill, the only time Cavill shows up in this, according to this breakdown of all the cameos, is the news scene before all the yeah. time changes. Where he's stopping a volcano from erupting or oh. something. Oh, and that's, that's, oh, yeah, but no, you don't see his face ever. No, you don't. You don't. That that's is as the close, cameo that they recorded. That's as close us, as right? we get is him okay. a far off fake shot of of what is supposed to be. Cameo. So I just I saw, do? I just saw in the Chrono Bowl whatever I wanted to see is what you're saying. Even though I tell you <laughs> he was in there. Yeah, I mean, according and to I, this, this could be wrong, but you know, he's I fun. do highly recommend, by the way, checking out uh, Screen Crush, uh, really, oh, really yeah. on YouTube channel. They do a good video all about the. Um, uh, the time travel they as, did as done but, in this movie, like what it, how it, the different types of time travel, how it can affect things, and what this movie tries to do, and that's what I like. So, can I say I like Screen Crush? But I oh, swear, yeah. if they don't stop doing the freaking five minute ads of uh, the, the organic ads in the middle, yeah, I'm like, dude, gotta, dude, gotta make uh, money. Ryan Airy gotta make money like anybody else. Yeah, give it at the top hey, or the bottom. Don't saying, give it to me right in the middle of my salad. Yeah, maybe don't maybe don't give us the uh, factor meals uh, ads then in the middle of film set, guys. Huh? Yeah, maybe not hey, <sighs> hey now, hey now, gotta pay them bills, boy. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, but, but here's but, a question uh, for you, since you yes. kind of reviewed this film, and I I just couldn't have possibly caught everything when he is going through his mental phone book 
and trying to contact yeah. anyone else. Does, yeah. Is there even a mention of like Green Arrow or Black Canary? <laughs> you mean like, uh, well, wait, where have we seen? We haven't seen them in. Right. I get that. I get that, that you have that, like he's only going to reference things that we've seen. But I'm just asking, right. like. Could he, was there any, any like outside of, Oh, it'd be so great if you could, right? Like, cause, cause uh, <laughs> he gets his name, the flash from his appearance in the TV show, the flash where right. Gustin says, Oh, you're, you're like me. You're the flash. And, and Ezra goes, Oh, the flash. I like, I that. like that. And so, yeah. you know, them getting to say that line for the first time and, and saying their name as the flash in, um, in this film, uh, for the first time is pretty cool. Yeah. And that, and that universe, the Berlanti verse does have your, your, uh, black canary. I mean, has a ton of, Oh yeah. Of, uh, they got flash all the secondary and, stuff. Yeah. And across all of DC for all of time, right. There are lots and yeah. lots of flash and green lantern collabs. Yeah. Right. Sure. And yeah. like, so he, he might at this point, Barry Allen might, no Green Lantern? Yeah. Maybe. 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 I mean, yeah. Guns announced they have a Green Lantern, but they're going with Guy. What's the guy's last name? Guy. Um, oh, Guy Gardner. And Guy it's, Gardner. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm <laughs> stoked about. Cut. I'm stoked about it. But uh, it's all part of that Superman legacy deal that they're doing. Yeah. And everyone's getting recast for it. And I don't know. If they could, if I could say one, if if they could do anything here with the this movie, it would be move that girl forward to play Supergirl in perpetuity. She's yeah, great. Yeah. Figure out how to that get her. girl, you girl, Sasha. I can't think of Sasha her name. Kale. Sasha Kali Kaye. Not sure. Kaye. She's a, the problem. The problem is that Kara Zor El as a character has just never been interesting to anybody. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't. I. I mean, you can always I, just in, she write now. new stories. Yeah. For sure. I think. Right. It, I think she could be interesting if they explored the uh the the opposite because superman has always been like oh i love the humans i've got to take care of the humans i'm here to protect the humans i like the fact that she was tortured and hates the humans <laughs> and that uh and that uh ezra Mir- miller's younger flash character kind of makes her make a turn so she's trying to discover that i would watch that story of her it'd be, trying it'd be to, fun to see yeah yeah but, but, uh, and, but you'd have to move her from this universe to another one like we'd still have to deal with this universe bullshit um because right yeah. she's in the, the wrong character one. only gets two things in this movie the character gets the revivification scene which is mm-hmm. awesome where yeah. she's on the rooftop in the sunlight gets and to she, recharge and, yeah. and she gets the beat down of general zod scene <laughs> <laughs> which is also awesome. Yeah. Yes. But that was pretty there's nothing good. else for that character in this movie. And it definitely leaves you wanting more. I thought that fight with him probably better than the one in the Zack Snyder movie where Superman yeah. fights odd. Yeah. That was, it was more nuanced and, love, and interesting. And I do, I do really like also the, Ooh, all right, that didn't work. Let's try this. You know, let's rewind yeah, time and yeah. try this attack. Oh, that didn't work either. All right, let's rewind time or we rewind time and try this one. That I think is a very interesting idea. And I'm, I, I like seeing that. I uh, loved how they portrayed that as he progressively. I mean, it was, it was kind of telegraphed like, Oh, he is, you know, he's the bad guy. He's, he turns into the bad guy. Every time he returns, he gets injured a little bit more right, and he starts right. adding things to himself. Uh, and okay. I, and the I first like time he gets kicked out of, out of the time area. Right. By, by some, yeah. Okay. The chronobal. <laughs> the first time he, the only time, the only time he saves his mom's life and then gets kicked out. Right. That, 
there's like like he gets kicked out by this terribly ugly gatekeeper right and i i said out loud oh i wonder who that is yeah like, oh, I did just, you, because i said i just wanted the other i mean that's the other flash and i knew <laughs> it right away and i like yeah. spent i spent a good part of the movie thinking okay so that's gonna be some some batman or some some weird offshoot of something that's stuck in there and right. like kicked him out because it knows why and then there was finally when he when uh younger flash gets a freaking shard through his arm i was like oh that's it oh my gosh that was such an awesome moment of realization that was pretty cool yeah that guy the 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 been doing this forever and it's never going to work version of the flash where he's all crusty and horrible it it reminds me to me that's that trope from star trek the next generation where all the enterprises show up at once and one of them shows yes. a Riker who's just all disheveled and his beard is all over oh, the place. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me that. of that. Just like this tortured soul that can never get it right. And I don't know. Yeah. Go again. God, that's a trope by the way. Trope alert of yeah. go again. Big trope oh, alert on that one right there. Yeah. And it, and I liked it. That that oh, trope yeah. worked for me. Yeah, I did too. Because, I liked yeah. it too. Because, yeah. because it fit the character Barry Allen especially the younger Barry Allen Barry. Got just, just like convinced that he's going to fix it all. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Cause he's naive, right? He's never suffered that. I thought that was some really good character writing too, by the way, just really good character acting and character writing. Well, let's see what good. you think of this. These I'm going to give you some writing, but it's in the form of some IMDb trivia. Uh, and, and, okay. and you tell me whether you think this is good writing. Cause I have some serious scrutiny. I would like to now share scrutiny. Here we go. There are two of these. <laughs> Uh, oops, where'd the first one go? There it is. Uh, Michael Keaton's original Batman suit was infamously restrictive. We knew this. Uh, this yeah. forced him in the in the late '80s to move his entire body around to look anywhere. Right? <laughs> yes. For this <laughs> movie, yeah. please, please fight from Joker, please fight me in front of me because I can't turn my head to see you. This, and this this is where it gets. I don't know if it's questionable or not, but it says for this movie, the costume designers created a more flexible suit that allowed for greater range of motion. But when Keaton first tried it on, he insisted it made be, er, he insisted it be made stiffer. He says, "I don't hey, know. If I, I love it. that idea." <laughs> I don't know Why? if I believe it. It's fine, but whatever. Oh. If he if he thought it, didn't I look don't enough. care. Sometimes things don't have to be true as long as they don't have an impact on any real world situations. They can just be funny. Yeah, I'm okay. We, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Did we did we all enjoy uh, alternate Barry coming up with Joker's laughing bag? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the bad. There's no way that was. There's no way that's Jack Nicholson. They that would cost money. You don't want to spend for a gag like that. It's somebody else laughing. I think I'm down with it. I don't care. Uh, The other one, seeing the Batmobile again. Yeah, that was cool. I was happy to see, and then the music, and you know, hearing hearing that score on top of things was cool. Um, So if the the Joker, like that uh, Jack Nicholson Joker exists in this universe, then he wasn't in Witches of Eastwick with Michelle Pfeiffer, who was Catwoman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What about Leah Thompson? If she was in Back to the Future with Eric Stoles, did she do a movie called Howard the Duck? And does the Marvel uh, movie exist in this timeline? Oh, my God. See? My brain. It's all movies and TV shows, though. That's the rule about this this, uh, crossing crossing all these streams. The spaghetti yeah, is all they, about television and TV adaptations. You know what they, you know what they could have done? They could have just had Halle Berry uh, in her, you know, she's in her fifties, right? They could have had Halle Berry holding a bowl of milk that Barry <laughs> steals <laughs> because he's, he's always having to eat. 
Like, so oh, she's just like geez. hanging out. She's about to lick a bowl of milk. <laughs> and he so just, many cameos. He didn't by. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at some point yeah. it's restrictive on a budget level, but I, that's where I want them. If you're going to do this, then go crazy with it. Just lose your yeah. minds. Yeah. And and instead we got just enough. And, and then most of them were either dead or never really happened. And it's or, a little, yeah. yeah. By the uh, way, the other the, the other one, the by the way, is uh, Henry Cavill uh, says, or it says here that Henry Cavill approved of the film and Sasha Kale's per- performance and portrayal of of Supergirl. Why is that trivia? That's not trivia. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It, 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 it is. It is trivial. Job to approve it. <laughs> I'll give it. It's <laughs> he's, trivial. He's like on Jimmy Kimmel. It's saying, I hereby approve. I know, right? Yeah, That's right. dumb. And especially knowing Here's that the, guy. He's, Here's the Cavill stamp of approval. I think Dumb. you're confusing interesting with trivial. Yeah. I think that was yeah. trivial. Very yes. trivial. But also probably more like, he's a nice guy. He probably said, hey, I really liked her in that. And that was it. Yeah. And then somebody translates that. Oh, he, he approved. He, he gave the thumbs up to her. Oh, he allowed it to happen. <laughs> he allowed it. <laughs> we uh, we haven't really even talked about the uh, the baby shower at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yes. Uh, the huge scene. You, you had it in your, your intro. But uh, yes. that aside, aside, my only issue was was... I want my heroes to still be heroic and not feel like, yeah, all right, superheroism is a thankless job. You don't get the credit and the praise that you deserve for all the all the stuff you put in. But I want my Barry Allen to still feel, you know, like a Rewarded. hero. Like, well, I want him to feel like like I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do, not, oh, crap, I have to save a bunch of falling babies from a hospital? My <laughs> life sucks. Well, I, again, again, this Barry Allen... This Barry Allen is on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> and right, yeah. like he's he's the kind of guy who is, you know, like he's the flash, but he's late for work. Like this is yeah. like this is like really relatable. Again, to me, it's really relatable. And I felt like I it felt like they were just towing the line of him being unhappy at saving the babies. But they didn't. I don't feel like they they portrayed him as unhappy. Like right? right like it was right. just like he Barry Allen wants better relations with Batman, right? And so, like, we're we're he's like thinking about that kind of thing, you know. I feel like he, yeah, I didn't feel like he was complaining or whining, which his character does a lot. Um, I didn't think he was whining once he actually got to do something heroic. He was whining when he was cleaning up Batman's mess and he was having to stop everything underneath sure. the building. But sure. once it moved into the baby thing, that's my change. It was now, less, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and, it, and it, you know, it was basically as fun as the the Quicksilver stuff in the so uh, the X Men films. The, the my my viewing partner, uh, his biggest problem with this film was the slapstick. She said she did not. Mm care for sure. that at all oh it, so like the dog at the end which yeah, was so I love like, that. yeah it was such a palate cleanser because like i still had tears all over my cheeks at the end of the movie yeah. and there's a dog I'm like oh that's so cute i, I don't think anyone's bit. cried as much over uh, uh removing a product from a grocery cart than, <laughs> than i did during that scene i was like <laughs> Yeah. These cans are making me yeah. cry. Yeah. 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 The, dog thing, magic can. yeah. the dog <laughs> thing was great because the dog, that felt like the most gun thing in the movie, to be honest. The credits yeah, it did. with the dog. It did. But it, Why, but, and that CG looked do you realize, good. Do you realize, Scott, that James Gunn is not in the credits? No, I know. He's got nothing to do with it. He has nothing to do with any of it. That's why yeah, I'm saying that. He shouldn't be in the credits. Yeah, he shouldn't be there. You've mentioned him a lot. No, no, I'm just, well, he's saying that it could be different I have in good, another, in another universe. No, in the next universe, like literally he's taking right, over. Right. That's why I'm well, that's bringing what I said, him up. in another universe. Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay. So here's, here's the thing with that baby scene. Agree with right. it, what everybody said. 
it's impossible for me to ignore how bad those babies looked. It just is impossible. <laughs> how else are you going to portray the babies with better CGI? Let me, let me than tell that? you something about. Let me tell you something about CGI babies. The more realistic you make them, the scarier they get. I want my <laughs> babies to be my CGI babies to be weird and and uh, like bubble gum. I, I don't. Just, that, you that's know. the other problems. I don't have a good comparison. I don't. Right. I can't think of another yeah. multi baby CGI fest that I can well, compare it to. But it's, and like I say, and I've, I'm just so forgiving of anything that happens in Bullet Time because like. I just don't know. I can't imagine what that would look like. So I right, just don't. Right. I don't I put a lot of onus on how things look during yeah, right. all that. Those babies look terrible. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, for me, for me, if it doesn't look good, it it distracts me from the the, the plot. What, what did was it? Like uh, what what didn't look okay? That's a good question. So I think me and Randy are fine with the visual look for whatever reason. You know what they Randy look like? Reasons. They look like the dancing baby in the Ally McBeal. Uh, so it looks like it it looks like it looks like so to you it looks like um the technology has not increased it hasn't increased since yeah Yeah. scott posted a really good lawnmower man uh comparison (laughs) in the discord server um so it looks like the lawnmower man to you okay yeah and it just distracted me from like well i think you need to go back and watch the lawnmower man because i don't think (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't wish that on anybody (laughs) right Uh, i mean you know we've 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 come forward with some incredibly realistic looking you know, CGI people that, that don't give me right. that weird uncanny Valley thing. And those babies just felt so uncanny Valley that it just got, so it got really distracting and, and yeah. took Very me, interesting. took me out of a scene that for, for everything else, I actually kind of enjoyed. I don't know. Is the slapstick, the stuff like here's a knife that's slowly heading towards this baby. And this baby's coming close to a jar of hospital acid for some reason. <laughs> so and this guys, other baby is, would you, would you guys say you maybe, that, uh, you're, would you that, say you guys maybe have like, uh, a Roger Rabbit kind of thing, whereas like you don't like the two mediums mixed together, sometimes don't quite work out for you. Because I mean, this these babies are no worse rendered than babies you've seen in Death Stranding or some video game, where it's all all rendered as video. Yeah, game in two thousand ten, opposed to in, in twenty ten, yeah, right. So as opposed to, but since it's all one medium, it doesn't bother you as much. Whereas you mix media here, that maybe bothers. I mean, you more. maybe I'm. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I've seen better CG than this in movies. Oh yeah, we, yeah we've all seen a better, lot better CG. Yeah, but but that's but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. We've all seen more realistic CG. I wouldn't necessarily say I still feel like this is a stylized movie. I think they stylized mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end. I don't have a problem with it if you stylize <sighs> consistently throughout yeah, a film. If, if it matches your world across the Spider Verse, that that's stylizing. That's this super is, stylized. Well, yeah, that's just that's style. Stylized. That's consistently stylized, right? Yeah. This, this is, is not. If you have stylized. if you have live live action that clashes with a different stylized CG style, and you're mixing the two, those styles yes. clash. I all, think. all I need is for there to be a distinction between when Barry Allen is right. speeding and when he's not. So like yeah, yeah. when he shows up to to that hospital or whatever it was, there's a bunch of CG around the uh, the street falling and the building crumbling and so forth. Right. And it all looked fine to me. I, I did I mean it wasn't perfect. I'm sure I could go find problems, right? But Once like again, the, yeah, it looked good enough that I yeah. wasn't thinking, oh, this is all this is some fake street oh. crumbling, you know? Yeah, it yeah. all. In other words, like Randy's saying, it all the bad C or what you guys call the bad CG, all happens within the within the speeding, right? It's all within speed vision, right? That's the only time we see that type of CG. 
Um, yeah, now that you say it, I guess there's no times where like the CG, there was clearly CG when she was flying around punching dudes. And when she stopped that bullet right. and punched that guy from before it hit Batman. And those, those had their own cool style to them. They still looked a little wonky to me, a little, uh, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 2000 to mm-hmm. me, but, but for the most part, they looked fine. So yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's and, like, when you slow but there's stuff not, but down, but this is all opinion, right? So, I mean, you didn't care for the taste of it and there's nothing wrong with that. If, if you don't like the taste of it. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to point out that I really enjoyed. And again, don't know much about the flash. Haven't seen much about the flash. I really enjoyed that. There is, there is super speed and super speed is denoted by blue lightning. And then yes. there is speed zone, which is denoted by red lightning. And to, right. to go that fast, you have to be wearing the suit that you make from your powers. And I liked right. that. I liked that a lot. Mm. And they, they clarified that a little more in behind the scenes stuff that, that that particular suit was supposed to have a different color because it dissipated just uh, yeah uh, right the yeah the the force energy whatever you want to call it the speed force energy differently or something so so, yeah, so it was all the barnacles he would collect over the millennia that he tried to change the outcome is that just from all the fighting with Zod and constantly getting chunks of Zod people's yes. stuff in him yes yeah. and, and by that, the by the, the end he's just deep. covered in it okay. All right. That was the trope. you're soaking in it. The barnacles. Zod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was barnacled up like <laughs> he was back by the end. He looked like he'd been stuck to the side of some old fishing boat or something. <laughs> yeah. Like so who up. killed? Who killed? Uh, who killed Barry Allen's mom? Oh, good question. Like, is that is that is that is it supposed to be part of the universe theory that we movie know? on that too? And I haven't watched. Yeah, it yet. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, for me, it's this. Grab a that's like, one, they of the, don't, that's they like don't. one of the mysteries, right? Yeah. There's no answer. I don't know if that was meant for like, hey, if this movie does well, we'll sequel it. And hey, right. The TV right. says one thing. The TV version of the Flash. Or, uh, the Grant says Gustin one thing. Flash. Yeah. Right. 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 So mm. it's interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know. If I've, it's fine. I, the way the movie ended, it was like him, 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 and his goodbye to her was him acknowledging that. Well, I don't think I can do anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to let this go, and that's what's hard is letting it go. But then I can also get my dad out of out of jail. And and let's, right. Can we yeah. please talk about dad? Because I caught oh, yeah. my breath. <laughs> When I realized that that was Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. I haven't seen you. Where have you been, Ron? I was just like, I seriously, I I almost passed out. I was holding my breath, realizing this is uh, this is like such a perfect uh, casting, like perfect. Yeah, he's good for that. He played. uh, He's been in tons of TV stuff, but oh, he's been in tons of stuff. I haven't seen it forever. He's he's never in any of the stuff that I watch. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's like a lot yeah. of TV show stuff. He was in that creep show remake. I saw him in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What is it about Ron Livingston that is so uh, like so Likeable. emotional? He's yeah. He's he's yeah. got this like ability to instantly have chemistry with whatever. Right, right. <laughs> what What yeah. is that? What What is that? Like he's just very, he just comes across as so personable. Like uh, you know, a little bit flawed, but but yeah, genuinely who he is you know he, he seems to be the kind of guy you see on screen uh mm-hmm, office space mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, uh stuff like that i don't know he just comes across as a very genuine dude and i think that his characters reflect that and make you believe that oh all right yeah he's right he's, right do yourselves yeah. a favor if you ever get to see it there's a show called louder milk that ran from 2017 yeah, yeah, yeah. to 2020 it was That's weird great. because it was an at&t original back when at&t had their own streaming service nice. and no one wow. watched it uh, it is so funny. It is so good. It's a comedy. Um, him, Will Sasso, a bunch of other people you know. Funny as hell. 
Oh, Brian Regan plays one of his friends. Yeah, oh, it really? is a funny, oh. funny show, and it never got any sunlight because who who watched AT and T Plus yeah, or whatever the yeah, hell it was? Yeah, I watched I watched that, and I watched what was that? Uh, wasn't there like a Stephen King detective kind of story too? Oh yeah, there, same deal. Mr. Mercedes. That's in a fantastic yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. AT&T. I don't know where these are now. They may be streaming somewhere else, but uh, Loudermilk is freaking amazing. Well, I, I just want to like, I feel like Ron Livingston belongs on that list of genuinely nice people from Hollywood. Like yeah. that there, there's this very short list of, you know, if there was a, if there was a famous actor that you passed on the street and you really needed a hug, like you would like, you would like for that to be Keanu Reeves or Tom Hanks or Ryan Reynolds or you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just it's a short sure. list. There's not a lot of people. Like, if it, there's a lot of people, you'd be like, mm, I'm just gonna keep walking. But if it's like, <laughs> if it's like Paul Rudd, you're like, hey, get, come in, kick, bring it in, buddy. You know what I mean? And like Ron Livingston belongs there yeah, for sure. Right. He's me. great. I have a bunch of great clips. Not like the haircut. Yes, Ooh, great right. clips. Yeah, not like that. <laughs> Because that'd be weird, right? We don't want that. That would be really right, weird. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I have yeah, some clips to play from the film The Flash, and uh, let's go ahead and dive into them. Let's start with this one. Uh, this is this is Bruce talking early. So you're saying you went back in time, like in Pajarnov? Yeah, like in Pajarnov, except Pajarnov was a second. <laughs> this time I went back a whole day. So let's imagine that it is, in fact, possible for you to run faster than the speed of light, and in so doing, travel back in time. It throws me because he talks like, different than he usually does yeah he does yeah, yeah. right it's like a uh like almost like he's got alfred's influence seeing as alfred raised him a little bit of british british cadence to the way he's yeah, saying a little bit of it's interesting like that yeah, it'd be interesting to hear his process it, now if, you said if that, that is if that is what the you know the, the reason for it i the love smart, it I like yeah i i don't mind batfleck as i think he's a good bruce wayne i don't i don't like the suit it's too chunky and flubby looking yeah this suit was weird that they had in in this it's a little bit like this flash. in the last few too oh sure i 3d but, print yeah. you a batman suit and you're it, not happy no with that it. thing's yeah. badass that thing's i think badass. i think a, <laughs> i think a big part of it is that ezra miller is so skinny this the, ezra miller has a 26 inch yeah. waist and like any any even slightly normal human in, right. a, in a similar costume is just going to look yeah. huge. Oh, you mean like the, yeah, his, I was, I was, I meant Batman's, but yes, you're, I think you're, that's what I'm saying. Batman, any Batman, like, although George Clooney looked super skinny, uh, I'm just saying like, uh, to Batfleck is just a, he's like a normal sized human standing mm. next to a, a skinny rail. Oh yeah. Little tiny dude with hairy, a hairier chest than I expected. But <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shocking amount hair. of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> added hair. Yeah, they must right. have. If, no they, if they didn't, man, woo. <laughs> I just would have, if you would have said, hey, what do you think Ezra Miller's got going on in the chest hair department? I would have thought smooth as a baby's bum. Smooth. Dolphin, yeah. Because he's got we're, that we're face. We're getting Baldwin levels there. <laughs> They've got this face that's like smooth and, you know, kind of a no, but, but Very well shaved. You can see, though, that Ezra Miller could grow out a full beard. You yeah. can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird thing I had in my head before I saw that chest. And then I went, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you uh, are hairy. Here's uh, Barry and Burley. Is that Barry? And he's Burley? Uh-huh. He's Barely and Burley. Jeez. That was wrong. Barry Burley. Oh, we haven't even really talked about uh, uh, Dairy Dairy. Girls. Uh, Like his his uh, his quote unquote friends slash roommates in his other timeline. Say Cherie, what's her name? Then his couch buddy Gary. Gary. Uh, Saoirse Monica Jackson. She's great. Yeah, 
Love her, she but is. she barely and got also, any screen time. It's a bummer. Yeah. Also, I want to mention his boss from, uh, oh gosh, uh, what was the uh, show that I recommended? Um, it's Unforgotten. Oh, his, his boss is, is played by Sanjeev Bhaskar, who is uh, one of the leads on Unforgotten and is amazing mm-hmm. and uh, total chick in the bucket. We meet his boss one time and then his boss just uh, waits for him to come to work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oof. No he more steals his, steals his thunder at the press thing. And that's it. Yep. Then we get to see uh, we get to see Iris West. If yay. Mm. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Clemens. That's the right word. We didn't do which we didn't do anything with her fun. She just got to. Like where you're going, Barry? Where are you going? Yeah, yeah, she got to basically see a freshly cleaned apartment that quickly yeah. got uncleaned, and yeah. <laughs> she's the the trope of the love interest that provides absolutely nothing to anything right. at yeah. all. Right? Yeah. I like like this character just doesn't even change anything that Barry Allen does. Like that was. Right. It was surprising to me that this character was in the movie, right? Because yeah. it's your yeah, price or role yeah. from the right, but, uh, Justice League. Yeah. But she has no impact. There was one thing at the very, very beginning where she's like, I feel like uh, I feel like we did have an interaction. I'm like, oh, that must be a reference to something I haven't seen. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was she's a reference a, to the Justice League because she met uh, the Flash. Right. And so that was a reference to the fact that she recognized something yeah. familiar about her. Yeah. She's 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 um she's make a wish Tessa Thompson for me. Ah, nice. <laughs> she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, Kirsty Clemens is fine. Yeah, she's. Fine. If this movie had been four hours long, they could have uh, developed a, a love story there, where like there were some stakes, and they you know found found at the end that you know he had developed some some kind of like yeah. ability to have a relationship. They should have had the they, the Snyder they explored cut. it in the TV series a lot. So yeah, yeah. but they should have the uh, Snyder come in do a cut of the movie easily four hours. You'd be, you have no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Everything would be uh blue, bluish gray uh, hue and uh yeah. be great. Perfect. Uh here's a good one. I have to shit. All right, that's good. <laughs> Gonna keep that for a while. Um I like this line. This is mad trippy. Okay, so this is his alter ego, younger character, younger Barry Allen. And uh, he's pretty great. Let's do dumb Barry and his laugh. I hate that laugh. (laughs) That killed me. They did everything they could to make young Barry unlikable. Abrasive. Abrasive and just unpleasant. And, yeah, uh, I guess that's the idea, but oh, that yeah. laugh, man. Well, because that's where you that's where you get your character development, right? Like old yeah, Barry, old Barry develops an inch because he's that's all he's got to go, and then young Barry, boy, he like he goes. My mom's still alive. I'm not a dick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but look at Batman. That's His parents difference. died. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, there's a record set when this movie happened. Michael Keaton. <laughs> he's 71. At the time of the film's release, this makes him the oldest actor to play Batman in a live action or television series oh. ever. Yep. Oh, wow. Ever to put the suit on. Now, there are some that beat him in animation. Adam West did it again when he was 88. He voiced Batman for the final time for Batman versus Two Face in 2017. Oh. It came out after he died. And then Olin Soul, who was 74 when he voiced Batman for the final and seventh season of Super Friends. So, Ooh, anyway. nice. Fun little trivia I forgot to read. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot what this is. I'll just play it. We're fine. I'm fine. Oh, there you go. That's how you remember to say, when you talk about Ezra Miller, you say they, because it's... They. We're, we're fine. fine. Right. You're fine. That's why. <laughs> uh, here's that laugh again. <laughs> Makes me want to die. <laughs> what, what, what's going on for you there, Scott? I hate That's it. Just... I hate it. You why? Don't tell me that that you like hearing that. That's the thing you like to hear in your in your head, in your ears? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't have the trauma that you have. <laughs> <laughs> this de- huh. 
Someone throw me a bone here. <laughs> it's so hard. It is so May, hard. Maybe we can go yes, back in I time and uh, yeah. move some tomato cans for you, Scott. We'll I see guess, if uh, I guess we can so. make it better. That was the, the, the main thing that I did not like about Young Barry was the, uh, not just, you know, not just his, he's younger, he's a little bit more loose, devil may care, whatever. But he, you know, at times just came across like a, like an idiot. You know what it is for me? Yeah. It's, it's it? that, that laugh and that sound is such a ripoff of Polly Shore. And <laughs> I, I kind of like got used to it a long time ago, like a really long time ago. Like it was part of my <laughs> Polly Shore laughing like that is like part of my childhood. And so I just don't have a, I don't have a, a I don't know. Okay. For you, maybe I like Polly Shore. So for, I can't say that yeah. that's why, uh, <laughs> I can't say that's why it bothered me. Cause, cause I, I can't even put it at all because Shore I knew it was intentionally supposed to be annoying. So it didn't yeah. bother me. Well, that's yeah. true too, right? Well, it's supposed so. to be annoying. It's yeah. not like he does it in yeah. real life. Uh, appears general Zod coming up again. My name is general Zod. Uh, you should watch now, Neil before me. You should watch. He's great in that first Superman thing. Henry so Cavill, Randy, you should watch it. I will. Um, Boba Fett shows up. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, Thomas Curry? Yes. Could I speak to Arthur? Is Arthur around? You want to speak to my dog? It's so weird hearing him. Yeah. I, I hear I hear clones from the prequels. Yeah. Every time that guy talks, it's so weird. I want to speak to my daughter. I just, uh, I wondered why they, why it took, uh, this was the first we're really getting of the alternate people. And I, like my whole time, I'm just like, wait, why is it Boba Fett? Like, why couldn't it have been Jason Momoa, but he just isn't. Well, I think he's dead. He's Aquaman's dad in the Aquaman movie. Um, and his, and he's married to the Atlantean lady. So that, I think this is him reprising his role as Arthur Curry's father, but in this, which is weird because in this case, he never meets Aquaman's. I mean, never meets his, the mom, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. I think he just know- he, Yeah, he just Atlantia knows that she or is or whatever. Is. But I think that's the deal. I I could be wrong because it's been forever. But I think he was Arthur's dad. He's right. the Earth dad. Correct. Right? Do I have that right? Okay. Earth dad. Yes, Earth dad. Or he's, not Earth he's dad. Ground, he's normal. ground dad. Mortal right. dad. Yeah, ground dad. <laughs> Dry land dad. Human, human dad. Yeah. 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 And in well, this I guess, case, I guess the Atlanteans are still humans. But yeah. By the way, this movie had the umpteenth version of. Aquaman is useless joke. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I'm sure it's in it's in the TV tropes list for this movie. And every movie, every show, every episode of The Big Bang Theory where we have to stop and all agree that Aquaman's yeah. useless. I I thought it was okay. I thought it was yeah. a fun joke. Yeah. Here's okay. one. Here's the Sashri what's her name doing the Burt Man. This is pretty good. Um uh, uh. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey, move over, that. Dakota like Fanning. This girl can do a real burp on camera. So. Exactly. She doesn't need to have it uh, added ADR. Yeah. Sersha, by the way. Sersha. Like Sersha. Yeah. yeah. Get, get shit from Claire. <laughs> that's how, that's how Sersha Ronan explained on Saturday Night Live. No, right? You're totally right. You're totally it. right. But, but it, the way you explain it makes me feel like you've also got some childhood damage. So No, yes. we just we get I schooled. Right. We get eyebots. We get schooled right. by uh by Claire all the time. She'll she'll shit all over oh, me on Discord yes. if I get it wrong. Oh, so um, yeah. here's some Barry. Barry! 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 Barry? That's just dad berries. That's <laughs> berry. Dad, dad berries. I put all. You didn't have disgusting. an extra berry in there. I should have put that final berry in there. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah. So I liked Gary on the couch. That was all. That was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Did you guys have a Gary, Gary on the couch. couch in your twenties or college or anything? 
Oh, yes, I did. did my you? gosh. Yeah. I don't think I ever Jingle. did, and I was never the the Gary either. Yeah. So well, you, got, you got married as a child, right? Like you didn't have a <laughs> child marriage. You didn't have a pre-arranged ceremony. I mean, I was, uh, I was 23, yeah. but yeah, I was pretty young. Um, like, this all happens to people in their mid twenties and going into later twenties when they have roommates yeah. and when they have, like they have no fixed address. You're just like living on somebody's uh, chair, you know? Yeah. I, I, it sounds fun to have one, just to have a guy there. Really? <laughs> Uh, I mean, Gary. only in, <laughs> in in a movie sense, I guess. It's like the sure, um, sure. the Notting Hill um, roommate that was always half naked running oh, around his yeah. underwear. Yeah. Always thought it'd be fun to have a guy like that around, but in real life, there's no way that's fun. Yeah, mine uh, kept a clear bottle of Mountain Dew back when there were the glass <laughs> bottles of Mountain Dew. A oh, clear God. bottle that he would spit his chew. Oh, spit okay, that's bad. And he'd okay. keep it on the desk, uh, you know, where I had to work. And uh, it's just, I don't want that. That's horrible. Ugh, it yeah. is. It was absolutely horrendous. I'd want Worst to die. Thing ever. Yeah. All right. Speaking of hot messes, here's the hot mess line. It's a hot mess. There you go. Little it's Batman hot there. Mess. It's a hot mess. I love that sound of that spaghetti. Don't know what yeah. they used, but it's good. Uh, there's no way this is Jack Nicholson, but here it is. Check this out. This bag laughs. <laughs> Can't you take anything seriously? Because it's supposed to be those teeth, right? It's those teeth. The, from the from the movie Batman, the, the bag of lab, yeah, the the yeah, the bag of teeth. Uh, and if that's the case, then that the is in the bag. It's just the bag that you know when you see uh, dead Jack Nicholson on the pavement after falling off the yeah, building. Yeah. It's the thing that they pull out of his his laughing bag. Yeah, box. yeah. Oh, I thought they. Oh, I, I thought if you was... ever opened it up in the in Batman. Uh, Batman. Oh, my memory is so raw on that. I don't remember now. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you're probably right. I thought it, I thought they had a a pair of chattering teeth that laughed. No, no, it was, it was a bag you could get at um, at novelty shops that just had laughter. Like it would just. You uh, I'm I'm posting it in the. the, the here's the, the. There's the video. Let's see. So there he is laying there. It might actually be him. Well, that is I know, but yeah, and he pulls it out of his jacket. Yeah. Right, so reach in there. Pull it out. He pulls out of his his jacket. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hurry up. Pull it team, out. This goes, uh, lo- uh, goes on a lot longer than I remember. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's just a bag. My memory. I have, oh, my gosh. My memory is all wrong on that. You know what I pick? You know what it's from? Because earlier in the movie, aren't there chattering teeth that chase people around? Yeah, they're chattering teeth and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have conflated yeah. that shit. Wow. All right, thank you for that. Uh, here's uh, oh, I said hard to not feel something here, so I, I don't know what I meant, but I'll play it. I mean, that's full Danny Elfman right there, man. Yes, yeah, oh it yeah, it's great, yeah. very cool. And then this, I'm Batman. That's cool. I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. very fan service. Let's get nuts. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> I, I like when I like when uh, when Michael Keaton asked them how much he weighs. I like that throwback. Uh, oh, oh so that. good! Yeah, and everybody crowds into the elevator except Batman. He's like, yeah, yeah. "Hold on, just a second. That was yeah. great. That was great." Uh, here's a big scrotum. Big scrotum. Big scrotum. Big scrotum. Big scrotum. Ah. Yeah, big scrotum. <laughs> uh, let's see, what's this? That was oh. the laughing sack, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> Not very big, though. Um, let's see. What's this for the record? I don't know what this is. Uh, for the record, I think this is insane. Oh, it's the thing I play at the top of the show. <laughs> uh, saving or sawing the cowl noise. 
that made me laugh out loud. I did too. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Especially because everything prior to that was like a montage of really epic moments of building that suit. And then <laughs> that was great. Uh, well, I got some audio of when Ibit went on a date. Now, this is not prom. Huh. This is just okay. a date. Oh. Okay. Maybe you All took right. her there. I don't know. But this was later, like just a follow up. We'll like, see. Hey. I can't remember. We'll find out if it's one of the girls I took to prom. And, and uh, Yeah. And it yeah. was like, you basically were just like, hey, that was fun. You want to go out again? She said, yeah. Sure. So you were going to a movie and your your date asked you what snacks she should get at the at the counter there for the movie. And you said, uh-huh. let's get nuts. And that was, that was it. Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's a lot of build up for that. It was a great, good amount, perfect amount of gold. <laughs> All right. Why did they say this? Come on, Barbie. Let's uh, go party. I hate it. Let's why? Go party? Why? It was so that of that time, right? I suppose. I don't know. Was it? Of this year? I guess so. No, but, but, it's, it's not, but it's not supposed to be modern. It's supposed to be how many years back in the past. The Aqua song, not, uh, not a reference to the Barbie movie. Yeah. Come on, Barbie. Who says come on, Barbie? Is that as remember? Because this isn't modern times. He goes back Aqua when song. The Flash is 18, right? Oh, so right. Not, yeah. Yeah, so what yeah, it is, now, now I see it. That's that's yeah, him. Got, like, got knocked out of the bowl. That's Barry Allen 1 talking to Barry Allen 2. Come on, Barbie. Right. Let's go party. So that's young idiot Barry party? Allen. All right. Yeah. And finally, it so happens to be released in the year when we had a big Barbie movie. That's true. Here's Clooney. What's wrong with you? That's all I got of him. That's it for that. Dude, him, <laughs> that's pretty much all we got of him. <laughs> him getting out of that Vision Mercedes Maybach, yeah, that, that car. Yeah, that oh car, my dude. god! That, that when that beautiful. car pulled up, I was like, of course that's Batman. That has to be Batman. But right. he is the only actor who could pull off getting out of that car like, yeah if it had been christian bale i wouldn't i would have laughed out loud because he just doesn't <laughs> he doesn't look like the person who would choose that car yeah that was a clooney car very much <laughs> yeah <laughs> clooney I, car. I was a set my man that car is really hot looking although i had a oh, mechanic yeah. bro, uh, buddy last week tell me never buy mercedes they're terrible to work on i don't know if that's still true or not but he, he's so he hates them can't stand them uh here is your oh we're done there now the checklist oh gosh oh gosh oh boy oh no uh batman used to use as a trackball uh check he absolutely does <laughs> i don't know if that was from the 80s movie or not but when he started flipping that trackball i was like really is this like yeah. a car- right because thing? He, the bat cave has just been sitting around for 30 years mm-hmm. right like yeah. it's just like no, nothing's gone on down there yeah, right, like even the old uh, Griffin hardware. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like this is like pre gateway computers. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what, uh, what the bad OS probably just the first thing it should do is go. You have fourteen updates. Freaking right. right. What are you doing? <laughs> um, young Bear would share his weed with you. Check. Yes. And finally, uh, Zod's ships are still pretty rad. Check. I like them. They're like big nasty beetles and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very very uh, Snyderverse, but I think those are cool. Everybody yeah. enjoyed their Shawshank Redemption. Uh, oh yeah, oh, the yeah. Michael Welch poster that yeah, he vibrated uh, through to get through. to the beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was also a funny joke because he was he went next door to get someone else's beer. Yeah, right. I love that. And he brought it back all shaken up. Yeah. <laughs> and I will admit, when he's carrying him through the door, the first the wall, the first time, and he's vibrating like that, that's freaky yeah. as shit. It's funny. Yeah. That's one it. of the better effects on the movie, actually. Uh, all right, let's move on to these uh, Star Trek connections. Uh, don't know. I, I was going to try to guess some here, but I can't think of anyone. 
who's been in Star Trek. So I'm sure Randy's got a list and we can find we it. Don't, no, sorry. We have one distant, distant connection, and that is an, a makeup artist named Mike Smithson worked on this movie and also worked on Star Trek 2009 doing makeup. Uh, this movie was made, uh, like shot almost entirely in England and Scotland. And that kind of gets you right. So like a lot of the post processing, all of the effects and stuff took place all around the world in studios that, you know, haven't been working on Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Well, smaller. I, I don't know. I expected more of it for some reason. I thought this would be full of like at least backstage people. Again, I've said it before. I can't believe Tamara Morrison has never been in a Star Trek thing. It just feels like he should. He feels yeah. like right for Star Trek. Yeah, put he some stuff be that on crossover guy between Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Put some put some makeup uh, on his forehead. The, done. The other one is <laughs> the other one is I always start anything with Michael Shannon. I always start like okay, it's Michael Shannon. Wait a minute, Michael Shannon's never been in a Star Trek. Mm. It feels like he is all over it. Who is who is the Michael Shannon? doppelganger in star trek i don't know i mean yeah, it's I in my brain either. though maybe, maybe one day i love that guy i can mm-hmm. kind of do yeah. no wrong for me uh <laughs> where am i here oh let's do the soundtrack grade I'll give it a t for typical for this sort of stuff uh the high notes for me were nostalgic notes of you know yeah some of that old batman stuff and all that but it was good you know yeah the uh, new music uh was by benjamin wallfish um, I really, really enjoyed that this movie starts with a Chicago song that is about a, th- a particular thing. And then in the middle of the movie uses a different Chicago song because we're now in a different universe to, you know, and it's uh, like very exciting. It's, there's a fight. It's a fight scene. Well, I picked up on 25 or 6 to 4. What was the other Chicago? How did I miss- Every beginning of the movie is If You Leave Me Now by Chicago. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. That's and, right. Uh, and it's just like it's got such a it's such a vibe. It's like such a, a particular feeling, you know. And it's oh, kind of yeah. like sad and and like unhappy. Yeah, it's very anyway. specific to that era, or an, an era we all remember. I should say, not in the movie necessarily. Um, all right, let's move on to the social media post. I need you guys in two hundred eighty characters or less to sum this film up. And let's start with Randy. The Flash. He keeps his items in a closet stash. He steals food without causing any crash. He burns his clothes, but his skin shows no ash. He, uh, I'll bet he gets a nasty diaper rash. He misses running through folks by a lash. A better name would have been Mr. Dash, right? Mm, right? Mr. Dash. Mr. Dash. Yeah, like the Incredibles. Yeah. Like the uh, seasoning. Oh, that's Mrs. Dash. Oh. Oh. Well, you assume there's he a married, significant He could have married the seasoning lady. That's true. Oh. What, would, what would have been her married name, though? Uncle Ben. No, no this is Monk, her married Uncle name. Uncle Ben? <laughs> this Monk is her married name. Not Monk. I don't know where you got that Monk. from, but I'll take it. I mean, her, I'm sorry, her maiden name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is what, Mrs. Dash's Monk maiden name? Her, her, her maiden name was Miss Spice. Yeah. Miss Spice. <laughs> Miss Spice. Uh, let's move on then to Brian Dunaway, please. The Flash. I know a good DC superhero movie exists. I just have never experienced it. Hashtag mommy issues. Hashtag sadness. Can of tomatoes. Hashtag crying. Oh, hashtag. Nicely Thanks. done. Finally, Brian Ebbett. The, the Flash. Chronological. <laughs> That's all you need. That's it. That's all I got. That's wow. what I want. I want it short, it's simple. 
Man, chrono-illogical instead you're, of chronological. You're, you're extra, chrono-illogical. Illogical. Your extra car- uh, characters will carry over to your next month. So that's good. I'll save it. Yeah. I, oh, I get to use them later? Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Remember Ooh. that stupid thing they used to do with phones? Oh, my gosh. I guess they still do. Some some plans, yeah. I think. Yeah. I hate yeah, they those. still tell you they charge. Yep. Why not? Well, that sets us up nicely for the alternate titles. This movie was almost called Adobe Was Right to Discontinue Flash or... <laughs> Meet the Millers. Oh. You know, because there's two of them, see. Uh, let's move on to the, uh, uh, the the emails here. We got a couple of them, and uh, I'm going to read them to you. So here's this one from Craig from Sydney. He sent it to filmsackagmail.com. He says, hi, guys. Ridley versus Tony Scott. Tony was solid. Ridley does like putting shit in the air, though. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> You're not wrong, Craig. I mean. Wow. He's right. A lot story. of particulates in the air yes. in his movies. Yeah. Which, you know, I I, th- I think I like that. I'm all right with it. Yeah. 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 Especially in space stuff. Your ship's got all this dust and crap in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an attention to the cinematography. I, I feel like that's like the big difference between them. Obviously, they made different kinds of movies. But like, I always just felt like Ridley Scott really cares about how every little thing looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Keaton wrote in. That's funny. His name's Keaton. Michael oh, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Sweet. He says, hey, Stegosaurus, Brachiosaurus, Br- Bam Britor, and Rhino, Rhino Rex. I think is, I'll take uh, it. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Like all the initials. Very good. Very good. He says, I just want to say I really enjoyed your episode on 65. It made the watching of that thoroughly mediocre movie worth it. I wanted to recommend another from this year in a similar vein. 2023 is The Last Voyage of the Demeter. 65 is to dinosaurs as Last Voyage is to vampires. A fairly interesting concept with muted execution. Just like you guys did with 65, instead of focusing on the movie, I spent most of Last Voyage thinking of the different ways I would have made it better. I might uh, easily slot, or it might easily slot into October at some point because I'm not sure it will be in the theater much longer. It definitely does belong on some streaming service in their back catalog. Keep up the not great the, work. Uh, not the only one to suggest this movie. Um, yeah. It we is. talked about it so much in our in our discussion about movie reviewers and how much we pay attention because that was our that was our like. If this thing had gotten better views, would you want to see it? Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the and, one that's based uh, on just a chapter of of. Uh, yes, it's the it's the Dracula chapter before he comes to uh, uh, wherever he goes, not, uh, not where he comes from Transylvania, but then yeah, some I forget where that is, but yeah, but it's just the bit on the boat on the boat where he the bit on the boat. Yeah, yep. I think it looks interesting. Stephen King really liked it, but I don't know what that means. I mean, I love Stephen King. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like his writing, but do I like his taste in and movies? To, I don't know. And apparently, uh, the captain of the boat is played by Davo Seaworth. I guess he that he can uh, only like now play uh, boat captains. <laughs> yeah, I like that name. I love that guy. Awesome. Gosh yeah. dang, he's cool. Um, all right, well, Keaton, we'll look at it. Uh, one final thing. I got a quick text here from eight zero one four seven one zero four six two from Kendall. Who says, hey, film... Okay, this is a weird text. I'm going to read it exactly the way it was written. Why don't you read me anymore? It says, hey, film sack hosts... The show is good. He oh. come there is no new things. Kendall. <laughs> I love it. Thank help, you, Kendall. Help me figure out what this means. He So the part that's, you know, I how, get the show is come? good. I got the hello host. But he come. How come? It's misspelled. Yeah, how it's come? probably how. So let's say how okay, come okay. there is no new things? Question mark. Uh, is how? he saying that we don't have a new post? New I episode or something? Don't know. I huh. don't know. Maybe we haven't we haven't seen a new movie in a while, and we just you know obviously well, the Flash is like very new. Good news, um, good news, Kendall. If that's what you're saying, we this is very new. Maybe that's what he means. 
Oh, could be. Yeah. I don't know. I just want, I, I pulled it out because I was just like, this is an oddest question and I don't know quite how to parse it. I knew you guys would be able to help me. So, so we're going to assume this, Kendall. You mean new movies rather than back catalog stuff. Well, I, I couldn't have greater news for you today. Yeah, I, I think he means no new episodes. Like he looked on a Saturday when we recorded a Sunday episode or something. Oh, you know what? You're probably looking right. for a new film sack episode. Probably but. something boring like that. Maybe maybe Scott. Maybe not every email <laughs> is as uh, is, is meant to be read on the show. Like uh, some people, like do they do they actually like write? This is not to be read on the show. No, well, they, they, he oh. just wrote this. I mean, that's uh, normally this, if if somebody said, "Hey, how come there's a new episode today?" I would never read that on the show. But hey, look, because I he wrote Kendall, it all wrong. I feel Kendall. I've written I've written so many bad emails and I've went back and got a response for somebody and then went and read my email. I'm like, what the hell was I saying? Mm. Good lord. Yeah, was you wanna, I yeah. Was I awake when I typed this? I sent an angry angry email to a company. It's a whole story I don't want to get into, but I sent one to him where I was trying to cancel something and I wrote You cancel it. now, maybe I wrote <laughs> I wrote it and then I saved it and said, I'm not gonna send this till oh. I read it before I send it. So it's just a draft. Nice. So I wrote it when I was pissed, checked it the next yeah. day. Oh my lord! Oh lord! I had to alter about fifty percent of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was so pissed at the time. There was no way I was. Uh, was no, I'm so glad I didn't send it in the form it was in. A long time so ago, bad. at a previous job, I had Outlook set up to only send and receive like every ten minutes. Mm, right. And so I would finish Stick writing an email, and uh, and it would sit into your in your outbox for a few minutes. Right. And uh, the problem with that is you want if you want it to hurry up and go, you just send it anyway. You know, like yes, you, don't, right. you, don't yeah. ha- you don't gain any time when you want someone to hurry up and, and get right. your message. Yeah, yeah. right. Unfortunate. Uh, let's move on to. Uh, oh, that's it for that. Let's talk about Patreon real, Patreon real quick. So that's the primary way we keep the show afloat. And if we didn't have it, we we wouldn't be able to do it for real. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash filmsack. Now we got all these new people to sign up this week, and I want to mention them. Oh, good. Oh. Aaron Gomez, Brent Rudman, Seb, Duty Pie. That's pretty good. Ooh, Duty Pie. I like that Duty name. Pie. Yep. It's my Duty Pie. Tom O'Neill, Cheryl Vincent, Tony, Quantum Feline. We know Quantum Feline. Oh, yeah. Uh, regular around this place. Anyway, it's so nice to have you all on there. And now you get to take advantage of all the cool benefits, like no commercials ever. Uh, pre-show content every week. We had a good one today. Monthly specials from our hosts. I uh, got something coming up from yeah from Brian. I'm right. doing it this next weekend. Is the hope oh, I was supposed cool. I was gonna do it this weekend, but that fell apart. Yeah, like as long as it's in September, nobody cares. It's all good. That's right. Yeah, uh, I look forward to it. And uh, you know, movie related pr- prints in the mail, all kinds of cool stuff. So if you want to read about it and find out whether this is for you or not, do so. Patreon.com/slash/filmsack and a huge thanks to everyone who is already supporting us. Our next movie will be, I don't know. I didn't write it down. What are we doing? Oh, we're going to watch the last one. We're going to watch the Bourne ultimatum next week. Ooh, are you sure we didn't see that? Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm down with it. All right. Yeah. yeah. We probably believe it or not. We've only seen two Bourne movies. Impossible. <laughs> And we're gonna Born finish this ultimatum. up. Oh, good this news! Born you've already ultimatum. you've already found the one you're gonna do, huh? My channel some shot day for this one. <laughs> right. That's great. Uh, look, good news is this. Hold on, the born ultimatum because that oh, got pushed nice. around. Uh, Fletcher did this a while ago, so I already have his clip. Woo! So we're not gonna get any the born ultimatum. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I'll do it just for fun. The flash. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, that'll be next week. The Born Ultimatum. Be ready for us, and we'll be ready for you. Filmsack.com is our website. You can always go there and find all the stuff we've talked about, and you can leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. 
I know sex exists. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. It's a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.